We good? Everybody good? 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 Great? Excellent? Excellent? Are we good? Are we excellent? Let's go! of you are and welcome into the stage of Talking Trek Live where we only only an hour ago broke breaking news. We broke breaking news. We broke the news that the SELA auction mechanics are changing. And we're going to tell you what those are and what it means. We're also going to say and find out if this is something that the player base is happy about. We can discuss pros and cons either way. Also, we plan on talking about Conquest and what's going on there with the betrayal event that is going on right now. Folks, you better be a little bit careful. Be a little bit careful with that one. We'll explain that and how that one is working as well. And we'll give you a quick event guide to catch up on what's coming this coming week. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Let's find out who's hanging out with us here today. On a Talking Trek service, sound off. You guys hit it. And let's see who is hanging out here to get their breaking news today. Datum Systems uh, starts us off at server 27. Ape on 21. Jerry Ryan, 146. JT Bob on 156. Thank you. Indy Dandy on 31. Lord Farquaad on 146. Amal, what's up? Well, hey, Rotifer on 17. Chronic Break on 10. Tabby Moses, server 20. Hudson, 146. Bad Intentions on 199 and 201. The Aardvark joining us on server 26. Scooby Snacks on server 9. What's up? Ivana Vaughn, one of our winners today. Thank you, Ivana. Appreciate you being here. Yeah, we did the first part of our 5K match for 5K subs giveaway. I'll give you details on that coming up as well. Vulcan Death Grip on server 14. What's up? Archangel Sito, server 15. Subotai European 135. Orion Pax on 15. Raj Al Ghul, server 138. Bernard on 28. What's up? Amal on 168. Dekix hanging out somewhere in Europe. Stratalorian on server 9, Subcommander 32. There can only be one on 38. Now is on 27. What's up, Scaly Back? On Uno, Dos, Trey. What is that, 120? 123? You're not on 123. <laughs> hey, what's up, man, honey? Server 10, Commander Taylor, 192. Demolition Dude on 146. Flight Leader, oh yeah, server 14. What's up, Captain Planet, 167. Jaybird on 32. Hammerhead, 174. Fire Force, server 26 in the house. Quackfoo on 31. What's up? Vulcan Death Grip, server 14. Thank you. Be ready on 196. Beat for the Gods on server 17. Shout out to server 63 from Merlin. I appreciate you very much. Dehagas on 16 and 93 additional messages. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in. Appreciate everybody being here. 200 and uh, am I doing this right? 270 total people in. Is that right? Four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four. 
a 267. Say I was I was short. 267 people in our listening audience at this very moment. 268, and they keep on coming. Thank you so very very much for being here. Appreciate you guys uh, for tuning in on your um, smart speakers. Uh, of course, today I guess for our live studio audience, you're hanging out here in Discord, but listening in podcast are thousands more thousands more people listening in today and we thank you so very much listening in itunes listening in google Podcasts, listening on amazon alexa listening on your smart speakers and your smart tv and your smart watches listening in on spotify pandora and iHeartRadio, and a dozen other places thank you so very very much for tuning in and listening to talking trek here today appreciate you guys very much ladies and gentlemen lots of great stuff to uh, catch you up on and uh, some information that we're going to try to reveal to you, including breaking news that was only given to us about an hour to an hour and a half ago. And we're going to give that to you again here. We broke it on our YouTube channel just a little bit ago, and we're going to give it to you again now so that you can try to adjust your planning, Karkin. Mm, Man, Scopely. Uh, Listen, I understand what they're doing left curve uh yeah buddy curveball coming straight on down the left hand side of the plate okay uh very very uh interesting information and two months now in a row ripper where less than 48 hours notice and a major event change comes or is it so major maybe it's not ripper what's up welcome to the stage how are you sir Rip. (laughs) Don't have Ripper. Ripper could, I mean, listen, it's not super late where he is, but he's been working very, very hard today. Very, very hard today putting up his Christmas tree, which is over nine meters tall. For those of you uh, in the United States, that's over 27 feet tall, his Christmas tree. And he told me that he was putting over 1,600 lights on it. 1,600 lights. Uh, on this Christmas tree that he puts outside. He ta- he loves Christmas trees, all right? For those of you who don't know Ripper on a personal level, there's a few things that he loves in life uh, more than Star Trek Fleet Command, more than cursing at code with Ripper. Uh, one of them is Christmas trees. The other is cookies. <laughs> he loves cookies, all right? Um, so, yeah, for those of you who want to get a little bit of insight into uh, Criminal Ripper... Uh, There you go. Cookies and Christmas trees. He loves this time of year. Absolutely loves this time of year. He he told me that he was actually disappointed in himself that he hasn't put up the tree yet uh, already. Like, it's November 14th at the time of taping, and he's just now putting up his tree. He says he usually goes, you know, quicker than that. His tree is so big, Stephen Zarin, that he has to get a crane to put it up. Wait, what? (laughs) We were talking about your Christmas tree, Rip. And oh. uh, I, I, I had shared that there's a few, th- there's few things in life that you love more than Christmas trees and cookies, all right? And Christmas trees and cookies kind of come into play around the holiday season. This must be one of your favorite times of year, I would have to imagine, because you love, it sure is. You love Christmas trees, man. And uh, I was just telling him, this Christmas tree, 9 meters tall, 27 uh, feet American, and you told me, what, 1,600 lights? Is that what you plan on putting on it? That was last year. But this year's one is a bit bigger, so maybe it's going to be 1,800. Let's see. 
1,800 lights going up on this tree. Now, do you, because it's an outdoor tree, do you just do lights or do you do like tinsel and balls and all that other stuff? Or do you? No, it's, it's just lights. Just that's, lights. That's work enough, you know, 1,600 lights that takes like 8 to 12 hours, depending mm. on what goes. Well, and, and you got a crane to put it up, right? Because you can't, I mean, it's 27 feet tall, folks. You're not just going to like stand that in a tree stand and, and, you know, like you get at your local grocery store. You, you're going to actually have to, to brace this thing down. You actually have something. You told me at one point you have uh, like a permanent tree post in your yard, like buried down in the ground with concrete and cement uh, where you put the tree. Like this is a permanent yep. fixture. Um, you guys, if you would like to see, check it out in the graphics room. We'll get uh, Criminal Ripper to show us his Christmas tree that he just put up. Uh, something that this young German takes extremely, extremely seriously. And uh, we'll show you a picture you of his tree. Do you want just... me to put it in the graphics room? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just so people can get to know you a little bit, all right? There you go. Uh, there you go. It's in the graphics room right now. Take a look at that tree. That is huge. And, and you know what? That's a beautiful tree. It's very full and very properly shaped. So kudos. Yeah. Where, where, do you, where did you get your tree? Um, that is just from people in, in the region that want to get rid of the tree the they forest. have in their backyard. <laughs> it is actually free. <laughs> so just, just The somebody, only condition is you have to take it. Somebody didn't want that tree? That's a beautiful tree. Can't believe somebody didn't want that. It's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, I'll wait till, wait till it's lit up, all right? I can't wait to see what Ripper gets done with this tree. It's going to be – it's going to be. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Pictures when it's done, Rip, absolutely. Uh, and you know what? He was still really? showing off – even in July, he was still showing off pictures of his tree last year, all right? So mm -hmm. he's, he takes Christmas very, very seriously over there, and, uh, and we love it, and I can't wait to see uh, what the final product looks like uh, over there in Germany. Hey, do, what do you put on top? All right, obviously you do the lights, but you have to put something on top, right? Do you put a tree topper on? Uh, we haven't done that yet. Never. No? Okay. I was just curious. I mean, outdoor. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what maybe you we can but figure something out. Maybe a big star. Maybe maybe a, an enterprise, perhaps. <laughs> Dekic says uh, put a, a tree topper Rialta on top or a Spock on top. <laughs> that would be great. <clears throat> Lost and Found says, uh, Rip, get a P.O. box. We want to send you cookies. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out if there's a way that you guys can send Ripper your Christmas gifts this year as, as he absolutely deserves your love and affection around this holiday season. We'll see if we can't find uh, an address. As a matter of fact, I will tell you this uh, because we've had a lot of people, V-Ready, who have wanted, uh, wanted to send the show uh, stuff, whether it be you know T-shirt or this or that or, or, or whatever. So we actually also are in the process right now of setting up a mailing address, a shipping address for you guys, if there's stuff that you guys want to send, um, or or you know anything like that, uh, we are actually in the process of setting up a physical mailing address as well, so that you can ship stuff if if the need arises, and uh, and that way, Rip, we could even get the stuff and we could forward it on to you if if you want, because uh, I, I know you know you would give us your information, but we don't want it to be out there, and that's actually what we're doing. We're setting up a physical shipping address that is not. Uh, local to me and uh, obviously for protection that's why we did that um, so you know just for anonymity and, and protection and things like that safety you know internet safety so we're uh, we're setting that up and it's and it's through a digital mail delivery service which is really cool so uh, we're getting one set up that's not even anywhere near uh, where I'm from and then they uh, they just take it rip and they reship it which is really cool I mean a pay you caught you pay a little bit for that but 
I mean, really, truthfully, it's it's awesome if you're wanting, you know, uh, some some protection as far as shipping and stuff like that on the internet. So actually, very very cool. Um, and uh, we'll be releasing that to you guys uh, here before too often, uh, before too awful often, uh, too long. That's not. Mm, that doesn't work. Let's just read the news. Stupid news. Welcome in, everybody. It's time for the news. News. <laughs> Decresha says they're going to regret it. Whoever's checking your mail is going to regret it the first time someone sends a glitter-filled envelope. You know what? I, to, As far as I know, Rip, that ain't my problem. <laughs> as far as I know, it isn't my problem. This company is going to take care of the mail, and then uh, they're going to tell us what they get, and then we can choose what we want to be forwarded on. So they will actually be opening my mail. So don't send cash. That would not be good. It would not be, not be good. All right, everybody, let's see what's going on in your uh, stupid news headlines from all across the world. We got stuff uh, happening, Rip, all the way across. Uh, like, for example, up here in New York, this is happening up in New York City right now. There's a new business uh, opening up called City Climb, and it's going to allow tourists to climb up the sides of New York City skyscrapers. Actually, kind of sounds kind of neat, to be honest with you. I mean, that would be kind of fun to actually climb up the a building over in New York City, as opposed to taking a, a city walk, which gets them groped by Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> we don't want that. Don't want that happening. Over in the UK, they've launched a new TV channel just for dogs. A new television channel for dogs. Uh, no, seriously, it's real. It's called Dog TV. I swear it's real. I ain't humping your leg over here. <laughs> Not. New Dog TV has been scientifically designed to please canines, as opposed to Newsmax, which is scientifically designed for lemmings. <laughs> Excuse me. Joke was so good, I coughed. Arby's is in the news, now selling a curly and crinkle fry flavored vodka. Steven Aaron. I, you know what, why? Why does everybody want to make booze? And why do they all want to make it sound like yuck? And Hani says Dog TV's been in business since 2012. Well, maybe maybe it's been a thing, but the UK is just now getting it, maybe? I don't know. It says the UK has launched a new television channel. So that's what it is. But yeah, Arby's in the news. Curly and crinkle fry flavor vodka. Uh, sure, sounds gross, but it makes a mean, great vodka ketchup. <laughs> Each bottle is infused with Arby's fry flavors like cayenne, paprika, onion, and garlic. But please, please don't take my word for it. You'll see for yourself after you puke it up on the sidewalk. A Manhattan jury, <laughs> a Manhattan jury decided that Jay-Z should not have to pay $68 million in a lawsuit accusing him of failing to uphold his end of a deal, Ripper, to promote his uh, new fragrance. Yeah, the jury decided that the only crime, in fact, here is that Jay-Z cologne actually exists. <laughs> the jury found the damages should not have to be paid on either side of the dispute between 51-year-old rapper and the perfume company Parlux over allegations that Jay-Z breached a 2012 contract in failing to promote Gold Jay-Z. That was the name of the cologne. This has to be one of the more embarrassing things, probably the most embarrassing thing to happen to Jay-Z since the release of his last album. In a new <laughs> Thank you very much. In a new interview, Haley Bieber is in the news, saying it's extremely difficult 
navigating her husband, Justin Bieber's sobriety. Seriously, says that he's hard to be around when he's sober. That's because he's so much more fun to be around when he's passed out. That's the only thing I take away from that, Karkin. Justin Bieber is more fun when he's passed out. Finally, uh, in your stupid news today, in sporting news, a New York Jets receiver has been caught flirting with the sister of a swimsuit model on Instagram. Uh-huh. Yeah. On the bright side, yeah, on the bright side, newspapers have finally used the words Jets receiver and caught in the same sentence. <laughs> and there's Lady Larry, ladies and gentlemen, is your stupid news. Thank you. <laughs> Very much. I love the stupid news. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Listen, we got a lot to talk about, including breaking news. Break should we should we have left this playing ripper? Breaking news, everybody! We're gonna go ahead and get this out of the way first. It's not stupid news. It's breaking news. Breaking news, everybody. All right, here. Let me let me pull up. Break now, huh? It is it break. Is it still breaking news? If we were the ones that broke it to begin with, in an exclusive report provided by Talking Trek, can we say something like that? Is it still breaking news? I I think I think it is still breaking news because a lot of people still coming into the chat and trying to figure out what's going on. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Scopely HQ changing up the SELA auction that begins in less than 24 hours. As a matter of fact, 21 hours from now, the scoring uh, or the uh, the SELA SLB and SMS are launching here in Star Trek Fleet Command, and the scoring mechanics have been altered. Now, what people don't have to freak out about is that, yes, power will still score. Yes, trade XP and away team's assignments will still score. What they have done, what they've done here is due to Hmm. Due to confusion around officer power. See, th this is where it gets me, Ripper. This, to me, feels like... I'm turning this off. This, to me, feels like Scopely is cowtailing a little bit. All right? Like, I, 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 mm, I understand that players are confused, but would it not be better just to educate players on the actual mechanic? Because of player well, confusion... But didn't they also say there was some issues with how it actually works well i'm gonna Whether tell you what is it actually working though it, it because work? of the picture i tagged you in on official chat with someone okay. still going into negative from officer that's correct that happens okay that that has happened as a matter of fact it happened in october here's here's what we know all right let me read you let me finish reading you the announcement um due to uh player confusion and uh, and potential risk of, of the mechanic. They, they simply said, we are not going to risk this auction with anything less than a 100% guaranteed to work mechanic. All right? That's to, to uh, Stephen Aaron's and Ripper's point. We're not going to risk the auction with a mechanic that's not 100% fleshed out. So for that reason, we are going to run the same type of metrics we're seeing in today's Domination Battle Pass event. Specifically, that's Officer XP and Ship XP being added to the SELA auction instead of power gained from officers and ships. Now, from what I'm being told, that does not impact buildings. It does not impact defense platforms. It does not impact uh, research. And it will not impact away team's assignments and trait XP. All of those are still going to score. All right. All of those are still going to score, but they are removing officer power and ship power and replacing it with XP spend. All right. Now, here's 
here's why I personally, let me, let me just tell you how this came down. We were live on YouTube. We revealed this information. I immediately say, I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. I don't like a, I don't like the chain. Now, let me be clear. I am all for a domination auction. Be ready. Okay. I think we need one. I think the, I think the community is way overdue for having one. All right. But yeah. I don't think that it comes in with less than a 24 hour notice. All right. To an event mechanic that people have been planning for and saving for, for over a week. Uh, secondly, all right. Secondly, it is going to imbalance the event compared to, or it can't, let me put it this way. It has the capability of imbalancing the event as compared to away teams assignments or trade XP, all right, which a lot of people have been saving trade XP for this event, all right? You introduce a mechanic where people can literally spend 50, 70, 80, 100 million XP. I mean, how are you going to balance that, Rip? I mean, right now, a single gun, uh, based the way it ran in, uh, in the, uh, what was it called, war prep this month, a gun was still getting you a million points. Still getting two million points in some cases. All right? Mm -hmm. So two million points from a gun, which already massively outweighs everything else in that event. And now you're going to add officer XP where it takes 15 to 20 million XP to max out an epic officer. If, in fact, you are fortunate enough to have an officer you can spend that on. If, in fact, you're fortunate enough to have that, that XP bank. Now, a lot of players save officer XP, V-Ready. I mean, a lot of players do. Heck, I've got 60 million. I've got 208. 208 million. Jessica hanging out in our chat. 280. Jessica has 100 and what? 105, 110 million. All right. Ripper, when you introduce something that, that you have hundreds of millions on, look at Vengeance in the chat, 330 million. When you introduce something like that, there is no possible way to balance out trade XP and buildings and research. I mean... How do you balance there that? Is, there, is, there definitely is, is a way. And I, I personally was never happy with uh, the balancing of the different scoring metrics in any domination event. I always thought that it's not really balanced at all. <clears throat> Certainly not with buildings and research, but, but of course. Go, go on. How, how can Scopely still salvage this event? Uh, basically increase the points per unit for everything else. So the things that you've added, and then also increase the milestones, obviously, right? Or is it an option? I can't remember. Well, there, well, will, be, there will be a paired SMS for shards. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. so for, for, the, for the milestone event, you have to increase the milestones, obviously, right? So, um, Eden, we, we did act crazy enough, we asked. Now, I, during I the did. YouTube stream... Well, during the YouTube stream, I made a promise that I wasn't going to sway either way because me personally, I don't like this idea, all right? Now, I, I like domination, all right? But I don't like it right here, right now for this event on today's announcement for an event tomorrow. I don't, I don't like that kind of change. Uh, now, you want to throw in, like we've talked about in the past, you want to throw in a throwback Thursday, you know, and throw up a Harrison auction for domination? Oh, buddy, I'm all in. All in for something like that, okay? Throw in a throwback Thursday, put Curon in there. Heck, throw Lorca in one, you know, between the arcs. I'm fine. I'm fine with domination auctions, okay? Truthfully, I really am. But in an event where you are trying to balance, all right, away teams assignments and trade XP and, and things like that, when you're trying to balance things like that, 
Um, Officer XP is the wild card. All right, let me read you a comment from a player here just a little bit ago, and uh, and now this is a high level player, okay? But but let me read this to you because this this to me feels like uh, it, it's probably maybe gonna benefit him. All right, but he argues it's no contest now. Literally, it's no contest, and and it's and it's gonna screw up the balance for everybody. Here's what he writes: I can spend infinity ship XP. Literally no limit. I cannot spend officer XP, but obviously some others can. And I have been able to amass over 150,000 trait XP to complete and compete in this event. There is no scoring that can balance ship XP against the others when it's literally an infinite spend. Now, again, obviously that's a high-level player, probably one with a ton of latinum. But he presents, he presents a valid point, folks. All right. If you yeah, can I add something to that. Yeah, in a second. Hang on. He presents a valid point, folks, which is if you've got somebody in your bracket, all right, that has 200, 300, 400, 500,000 latinum. And and I mean, th- all this does ripper is that this makes it a latinum event now. Straight up, it's a latinum spend leaderboard. That is it. People have well, big banks of officer uh, XP, but it's a sure, latinum sure. spend and, leaderboard. And, and, unless the points per XP unit are compared to the other ones, just not enough to make that big of a difference. Yeah, I, well, you would make like, instead of one XP spend, you'd make it like 10 XP spend equals one point or 100 XP spend equals one point, something like that. That's one way to kind of balance the extreme so, so, so let's, let's assume, like for, for a minute, right? So let's assume they can't make a... A metric that scores less than one point for reasons, right? Which they could can't. Have. Which they can't, by the way. Okay, like point zero I'm, I'm one. Pretty, I'm pretty sure they could, but oh well. Oh, okay. Well, they say they don't want to because they because say they, they, they say done, they, they have can't. Done, they have done two point five x multipliers, so I don't see why they couldn't make one that is less than. Uh, okay. Unless, of course, they had some rounding in the back end. Whatever. I I'm pretty sure it could work, but okay. May, maybe just not risk it, right? All right, possibly. Um. So, but let's say let's say you make a building power be like a thousand points, but a ship a, a, an officer XP is one point, right? Or ten points, and ship XP is one point. Do you believe? Do you believe that that we have the time to to balance this out? I mean, yeah, sure, it could be balanced. It could be balanced. I I. <sighs> It could be balanced. But, yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, if you if you start working on it now, when when does the event launch? In 21 in hours. Hours. And it's Sunday. 21 I mean, hours. That's that's a that's a rubbish time to change it, right? Yep. But. Yep. I'm I pretty agree. sure. If you had really the incentive to make it work, you could. You could get close to actually have good balancing now. Captain Taylor says there's, could there's be not balanced. Much could be balanced, but probably won't be. You know, <clears throat> that's a topic for for another discussion. But I'm pretty sure, like in in twenty twenty one hours, you you can you can come up with a point distribution per unit of whatever scores that actually makes this not completely unbalanced. Well, and Dekic says maybe they've already been working on this before announcing it, and that's probably true. 
That's probably true. Let me, uh, V-Ready, go ahead with your comment very quickly, and then I want to come back to, to something I've been discussing with Opsa over the past few days that may give you guys some insight. Go ahead, V-Ready. Number one, ship XP, yes. That, uh, like, example, like each level of my ship needs about 3 million or 4 million points. So, yeah, definitely it's unbalanced. And number two, the fact that you said that they plan to keep the same scoring metric as what they did today's domination, that means you're still going to get 8 points per ship XP. So, yes, ship XP is what's going to make you win this game. Win yeah, this absolutely. Game. Sink the Latinum. Back to the old power leaderboard. Yep, yeah, sink the Latinum. Sink the Latinum, yeah. okay? Uh, now, here's here's the thing, okay? Um, there have been problems. Let, let's go back to the root of this decision, Ripper. There have been problems over the last 60 days with officer power and ship power. Let's go back to the very beginning. In October, we launched an officer power event this event scored negative XP, right? Do you guys remember that last month when you spent officer XP, it went negative, all right? That was in this officer power, okay? Uh, officer power gained where we told people that officer power does not equal XP spent, all right? That's the way it's always worked. If you look at your domination battle pass here today, you see specifically, folks, and here's the difference. You see specifically, Officer Intel spent. That's the way it has always, always been. Okay? It's always been Officer Intel. That's what it's called, Officer Intel. All right? One point spent. But what does that Officer Intel do? It raises the statistics for your officers, and those statistics equal power of the officer it's actual officer power so <clears throat> if you level up an officer what the increase in in your statistics or your strength that is defined as officer power last uh, month it um, did not work um there, there's there's one so the strength that you see is actually not necessarily the power so power correct me if i'm wrong here but power is the total of your statistics multiplied by your tier. So attack... No, that is, that is the officer strength. Okay, that so... That is not... That is how this event... That is power. how this event is scoring. So officer power for their intention, that is, is how it's scoring because it worked this month. All right, last month it did not. This month it did, and I tested it for Scopely sent it back with the results, and this month, when we did in fact have it, folks, when we had it during uh, the first three days of this event, war preparation is when we had it. It was the Alliance milestone that a lot of alliances didn't end up finishing, all right? It ran the power gain mechanic, all right? It ran, you know, power gain, which I believe was uh, for officer power. It ran five points. Ship power, 10 points, which is another issue. Then research, 12, defense is 10, and buildings, 20. Now, Ripper, for the purposes of this, for the purposes of this event, all right, mm -hmm. what they scored, all right, what they scored was total statistics gained multiplied by tier, all right? So officer strength okay. is how it was scoring. So the I delta mean, in officer know. strength, all right? Now, your, your point, I'm going to come back to you in a second because your your perspective around power and strength is valid. And I'm going to come back to that here in just a second. We'll do a little bit of, of education here. Okay. So for the purposes of this event, 
for the purposes of this event, the the Officer XP, it was working in November as designed. It did not work in October. They fixed it for November. They came in in November, and they, and they fixed it. Now, Lord Farquaad says, yeah, great. Here, let's teach people how to spend in the least effective way possible. Correct. Because Officer Power was the least influential scoring mechanic in that AMS. And they were going to use it for Sela. They were going to use it again for Sela. Officer Power, 5 points. Ship Power, 10. Buildings, uh, uh, guns at 10. Research, 12. Buildings, 20. That's how it was going to be. All right? But, but, players, whether they were justified in this or not, Ripper, We've been telling, we've been teaching, we've been explaining what officer power is. Yet the broader community still does not get this. Uh, so a message came to me. A message came to me late last week that said, hey, we're going to pull officer power. I'm like, why? I sent them a message. I said, wait, why? They said, customer service says it's not working. All right. Now, why would customer service say it's not working? Ripper. Customer service doesn't QA. They don't play the game. They're not in the game. Customer service would say, hey, I think there's a problem. Why would they say that there's a problem? Anybody? Come on. It's real easy. If you tickets. got, if you got thousands and thousands and thousands of tickets coming in saying that Officer XP isn't scoring. All right. That's right. Everyone is sending in tickets. My Officer XP isn't scoring. Well, it wasn't supposed to, people. It was never supposed well, this to. Is, well, this is my point. This is my point. Once, once, we went, once you went off air, off the YouTube live stream, was, um, what they needed to do was explain how the Officer Power worked because nobody knows. Nobody ah, it doesn't matter. We've been doing that. Mechanic. We've been doing it. We've been well, doing it for yeah, two months. Even, but even now, I still don't understand. Yeah, but even now, even even myself, I, I don't know how that relates, how an officer, like, you, yeah, you're going to spend XP or leveling an officer, but how does that relate? We have something tangible when we do a building upgrade or a research. We have a banner that pops up and says, you got this many points. Well, so, we don't have so that it, with a ship, with, 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 an, with an officer power or a ship power. No, it doesn't. It does not come up. It at did all. during war. So it did during the war AMS. It did during the war. I AMS. did ship. I did ship upgrades, and it, no, no okay. pop up. Stop! Stop! Up. Stop! 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 All right, we're talking about officers because no, you're right. that's what I'm saying. Ship doesn't work. Uh, all know, right, so pause, so pause, pause, please, Stevens, Aaron. All right, we're talking about officers. <laughs> all right, I, I just need you I to know. stop for a second. For all right, because you're you're backing up the entire problem with this with this with the community here. The problem is people aren't reading. All right, because it doesn't say anything about XP. All right. This month, officer power gained did show in the banner. All right, it did during the during the Alliance AMS. It showed in the banner. That's how I was able to prove to Scopely it was in fact working. I was able to show in the event that it was in fact working. And yes, you could put it in the game center. That does not alleviate a single daggone thing. Trust me, it won't. The people who don't understand the officer power are not going to read the game center. Still to this day, people are asking, "What's the events today?" I mean, you have a calendar right freaking in front of you. What are the events? Go read. All right. However, in Officer Power, it was extremely underpowered. All right. Lord Farquaad says, how do you calculate Officer Power against XP? XP has nothing to do with it. XP has zero to do with it. I can spend 50,000 XP to level 
an uncommon officer, and I got 135 points. All right, 135 points. points. We don't know how how that relates to the officer power. That's what people don't understand. Okay, well then let's do it again. Because officer stats increase times your tier is your delta. Okay, if your officer statistics are 10 attack, 10 health, and 10 defense, all right, and your officer is tier 2, and then you spend XP to take it to tier 3, and you go to 15 of each stat point, then your total stat points were, were 5, the delta of each, 5. So that's 15 times 3. That's 15 power gained. All right? Then you take that 15 power gained, you multiply by 5 for the points, all right? and that would have been 75 points. That's what you would have gotten. In my case, I did an uncommon officer. I spent 50,000 trade XP. All right? I got 135 points. If I divide that by 5, I can see by the way, perfectly, that I got 27 stat points from that. Now, where it breaks down, who knows? But 27 stat points is what I got. All right? That is, for the purposes of this event, that is officer power gained. Now, what they could have done is just simply take that, that multiplier and make it 500 or 5,000 and give officer power gain some actual meaningful scoring mechanics. All right, because you're right. It is the worst way to invest in yeah. this event with Officer XP. You could spend... And, and that's my point, is because we don't see anything. We don't see anything tangible change or anything at all. So it, it's basically a worthless mechanic. So why have it in the first place? Well, it's worthless. Because it's not doing anything, it's, literally. No. See, <laughs> I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. The mechanic is good. The score. The mechanic is good. But what I mean is the points multiplier makes it pointless. Well, yeah, you know, we've been saying that for 60 days. I mean, where's everybody yeah. been? We've been saying this for 60 days. Scopely is wrong for pulling this mechanic. They just need to fix the scoring. All right. Now, that said, that said. Same holds true for the entire domination metrics, but sure. Do what now? The, the entirety of all domination scoring metrics are not balanced at all. And they well, never no. have been. No, no, they haven't been. I mean, ship XP is the way to do domination. Or, or officer XP, that's fine if you've got a bunch there, but it's still not the best. All right? Uh, ship XP is, is, where it, is where it goes. All right? Or guns, I guess, if you wanted to do guns. All right? But now there is still one other problem. All right? And Scopely is right. And this is where this came back. All right? Because, folks, for everybody in October... It did not work. This is the series of events that has Scopely concerned, Steven Zaren. Because in October, it didn't work, and they pulled it. Remember? People were going negative with their officer XP. Well, they fixed yeah. that. Because in November, in the Alliance uh, Milestone War Preparation, on day one of this arc, it worked. All right? It actually worked for, for everybody. Then, Scopely came around... And whether, well, obviously inadvertently or, or didn't double check or whatever, uh, there was an event specifically for op, uh, Ops Level 20 through 22 that just happened during the Armada event. It was their sub-event that was supposed was to be... Yeah, for the Barrett meta. Yeah. It was their, their substitution event because they couldn't start Armadas. All right. So Ops 20 through 22 also got this power mechanic. But guess what? Guess what? 
they used the one from October, Stevens Aaron, because Officer XP scored negative. All right. So they didn't use the uh, new one. That's why that one. Yup. Yep. Ops 20 through yep. 22. So, by the way, just as a PSA, all right, if you're Ops 20 through 22 and you're scoring in your, uh, which is over now, but if your scoring was negative, send a ticket. Send a ticket. Is it is it actually over now? Borg Barrett is over, right? Yeah, it's yes, over. It um, yeah. DJ, DJ, one point. How do you know it was actually a different metric and not just a bug in the existing one, but one they didn't catch and didn't fix? Because the the because we had both hooks. And I'm not sure what you're asking. So both were the same to the player visible same power metric. Right? Oh, to the player, it was the same metric. Yes, but yes. Scopely used the wrong Do you actually have confirmation that it was internally a different one? Um, or is it just an assumption? Oh no, I I well, I'm, I I'm yes, I am assuming. I am okay, assuming. so you don't know. It could very well be that it was the same, but there was a bug that they didn't catch. It was just related to maybe something else that you don't have the insight to. Officer because XP worked. To me, it sounds, to me it, sounds, it sounds weird that they would leave a broken one in because I think it's actually a back-end issue and not how the... Okay, we can agree to disagree on that. It worked for the AMS and not working now. It's to me, it's clearly a different hook. I mean, the the hook scored and worked exactly like it did in October. All right, they got the officer power gain, but then they got negative points for XP. It's the same. They used the same broken hook. All right, and and that's but you know what? To your point, that's exactly what they're worried about. They haven't had time to investigate it. They haven't had time to look at it. Here was my words. My words were look at this event and then look at this event. See what's different. Because this one it worked and this one it didn't. And, and see what's different. And I am willing to bet a crisp $5 bill that it's on the hook. All right? Because hooks don't just not work in one place and do work in another. There's something different about it. There's something different in its configuration. Something different about the way that it was implemented. That's what you think, but sometimes systems are a lot more complex than okay. that. Okay. Well, maybe so, but still. I'm not at... saying that I'm right and you're wrong. I'm right. just it it wouldn't wrong. matter. Just look at event A where it worked and look at event B where it didn't work and find out what happened. Here's where it worked. Here's where it didn't work. There's got to be a difference. There's got to be a delta, right? And then you can also come to the conclusion, well, we and LifeOps did everything correctly, so the backend is wrong. We need engineers to fix it, but that's going to take time. Possibly, if if it's if it's you know the same hook, if it's a different hook, you could just sub it out and make it whatever it was in the AMS, which was which was what I would think would be the proper thing if to do that and scale the points. On the other hand, it is Sunday, all right, and there's probably not enough time to go through and actually fix all this stuff here with only 21 hours to go, all right. So I, I'm okay with what they've decided to do here, but just like I said last month, this is not a mechanic you can give up on. It's actually a good mechanic, all right? And, and, and it provides, like, these auction boards, they have been better. They are better balanced than XP boards, all right? I, I'm not, I'm fine with an XP board, but just like everybody here in this chat who was saying that they don't like it, all right, there's a reason they don't like it. The poll that we put up, all right, <clears throat> 150 out of 500 players. So, obviously, they got outvoted. But 150 out of 500 players, what is that, 30% of players don't like the XP mechanic. Why? 
Why don't they like it? There's a reason for that, folks, and it's because they know that it is literally just who could ever spend the most latinum or the most officer XP. Who has the most officers that they, that they haven't promoted? There's no, there's no planning to this event. All right, there's no, str- no strategy to this event. Now, that being said, let me continue on with, with my series of events. So Officer XP, they're worried about because it didn't work, then it worked, and then for 20 through 22, it didn't work again. So they're concerned with that. All right. Secondly, exactly what Ripper said here just a few minutes ago regarding strength versus power, during that same Alliance Milestone event, Rip, we were able to test and confirm that spending ship XP, of course, would not count. But spending XP and leveling your ship ripper also did not count. If you went from level 25 to level 26 and your ship power increased, you did not score points for that either, did you, ripper? I don't know, I spent 500,000 ship XP and got nothing. Got nothing. All right. It did not work either. Which I'm pissed. (laughs) It did not work either. All right. So then we started looking at uh, what could be Power Ripper, and you and I actually had a conversation about it. You were the one that clued me in because I had mistakenly thought that it was not ship level, that it was based on component. So I upgraded a ship it, component. Again, this entire topic is so <clears throat> complicated because it's it, it really depends on when and where you look at a particular entity on what the actual power of that entity is. Well, it's not always right. created equal, but you're just, right. just making this so... <sighs> but there's, there's labels and fields because it's all database and it's all math, all right? Because we were able to stimulate a score, Ripper. And crazy enough, shockingly, even though Ripper's arguing against his own point right now, he was right. All right? Ship power is defined as the amount of base power provided by that ship, tier one, level one, no research, no buildings. Naked ship power. That is defined as ship power in this game. Ship strength, on the other hand. situations, yes. Ship strength, on the other hand, is the result of research, is the result of leveling, is the result of spending XP, is the result of upgrading a component. And that, and that was my point before by saying nobody knows. If they come out at the start of these events and explain, okay, this is how ship, the ship power mechanic works. This is how the officer power mechanic works. Other than, what, other than leaving it to all of us and wasted, like I've wasted half 500,000 ship XP, which I can't now use for this, for this XP event now. Okay, I get that. I get that. But, Stevens, Aaron, that's, like, and, and that's the same thing as what you say to players, don't start doing an event until we know the scoring is working. Like, why go kill a bunch of hostiles if they're not scoring? I mean, guys, we, we need to be a little bit objective here, okay? <laughs> Scopely has hey, but, never... But this was, this is about Woosa. five hours or six Woosa. hours after the event reset. Okay, and you didn't <laughs> spend 500,000 XP on one level. So when you clicked it on one level and it did not score, that should have given you pause. All right, now granted, I would be all for Scopely laying out the roadmap for every single event. On the other hand, in three years and longer for you, Stevens, Aaron, they never have. Why would we expect different now? 
All right. We, as a matter of fact, you're on record saying this is a game of exploration. Figure it out. Solve the puzzle. Okay. So, in this event for ship power, leveling it wasn't working because strength is what they were actually looking for. Building a ship worked. Now, I even joked with the Ark Runner. But, but, but Joe said it didn't. <clears throat> I got points for building Akira. <laughs> so I so even may, maybe, maybe even more issues than that. Maybe it worked for some building and you won in front of us. It didn't. Who knows? I, here's the thing. We don't, as Steven Zaren does point out, we don't know what we're looking for. So I am not so, going to take but, one so, unsubstantiated report as evidence that it did or did not work. All I can tell you is I built Akira and I got like 180 points. Okay. So, which also tells you how terrible the Kira power is. Um, <laughs> but Wait, I you built a ship. You had 180 points? Uh, Wait, I think it was more that than that. That means the Kira power is 18 power? That doesn't I, seem right. It was, it was higher than that. It was higher. I've, as a matter of fact, I've got it in a screenshot somewhere. I'd have to go back and dig it out. Because I did, in fact, score in that event. All right? Now, on the other hand, I can assuredly tell you, Ripper, that that was not the intention. As a matter of fact... They also thought that, that that was broken, and I said, I, in my opinion, I think we're just calling the wrong variable. I think we're calling power when we should be calling strength, okay? Or whatever you guys have it labeled, all right? So, so, so this, is where, this is where this is really complicated. So you have so, so a ship. It's essentially just you have a hull, and that has components. And then you have dynamic buffs, one, one of which is from buildings. Then you have another set that is from research. And then another another set optionally from officers. Then depending on where the chip is, certain things are active and not active. So so when you calculate these metrics for an event, for example, you have to decide on what you actually want to include. And since since research actually boosts all ships and doesn't actually increase the ship's power, you got you it. You know the the actual ship's power. You got it. Those are usually excluded. Mm -hmm. Same goes for those are always excluded for power destroyed which is why right. somebody did a research for officer stats hoping that it would get them points in the officer power and it did not so Ripper no it didn't but but for 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 all intents and purposes to a player it looks like the, the officer did gain power right correct <laughs> you're right all right so so again let me be real clear all right i don't think it's it's our job to decipher how the event is built or or coded all right. What we need to know is, is what does this metric mean? All right. What is officer power, which we've established that for six months, we've established what officer power is. All right. Now, if they've disabled a research, if they've disabled the power gain from getting a research, then that's another problem. I personally don't think that they should. All right. That would actually make that, that scoring mechanic worth it, Ripper. I mean, in an event where it rewards not only research, but officer power, then it would actually probably be somewhat amazing, all right, for a research that boosts officer stats to actually function that way and get points off of. It would make that metric valuable again. By disabling it, you, you, you still with the, with the trash officer XP metric, all right? But... Sure, but, but, but again, that, that, that also... That, again, has more, more issues because you have researchers that are only active depending on certain conditions. So and then then you have I can always already guarantee you someone will will do a research that increases the stats of the captain of the bridge 
and then complain I didn't get any points. Well, if a research <clears throat> requires it to be on a ship, should it? Should it gain points in that? I mean, it should, should no. in my opinion, it probably should just be a generic no. because then but I could again, just put officers that, on a that, bridge that is, and get then points. Then we come back to the point, this is incredibly non-transparent to any player out there. Well, it's definitely not transparent. I'll agree with you there. So, and then then you look at the event, and then you you as a player, you can't you can't. So on, some people are stupid. I I myself sometimes am stupid. I include <laughs> myself in that. Um, but you can't you can't expect players to just say like, so how does this work? Let's just you know dig through everything and and work out in four hours how this actually score, scores or just waste things and see how it goes well that's in that case should be in right? that case we should just never yeah, ever try point. in that case we should just never ever try anything new and then we can just drop players and drones no no no, no. That's, no, no that's, that's not, not true. that's not what i'm saying no it's just you 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 shouldn't make so any hostile event that you have it is incredibly obvious, and you see exactly. You just look at it, and you know how the scoring works, right? That hostile, that level hostile scores that many points. That officer on the bridge gives me that X multiplied to the points. Easy, right? Okay. Right? Yeah, sure. See, see, but this is just not it. Because because there's there's so much confusion probably even internally at Scopely or Digit. Um, on, on why, why is the or, argument why is what, the argument any different for for building power or gun power? Because because we have oh, somewhere disagree. tangible. We so, no 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 you can't do that. No, we're not going to say we're not going to we can't have it both ways, guys. No no DJ, I'm I'm. You know, I. That's also I. I don't see how that makes any sense to the player, right? So, so why, why is why is the first level research worth more points, or the X worth more points than than higher levels, even multiple higher levels combined? That's also not not transparent, and I I don't see how that is is a good experience to the player, even even though there are resources to look it up. Right, I have I have all the all the power numbers on my side, but that doesn't mean that that is a solution. To the no, but also, problem. but also the power for buildings and research are exactly the same. It doesn't change, whereas your ship ship strength <clears throat> changes according to your research, and changes according to your officer power. That's that the me mechanics are a lot more different with that, whereas a lot yeah, more that doesn't, that doesn't, Yeah. It's an irrelevant yeah, distinction to make right now. Well, in, in, the, in the early days of the game, actually, we used to get our dailies done just by um, docking and undocking a ship because it changed our, our power number on our arm. <laughs> so the 500 daily of changing our arm points, it used to just be a simple thing by shipping, simply swapping out a ship in our dock. By power. See, I can see how that happens, and then and then then you have a lot of internal confusion on what actually what what kind of a power number is actually actually used in situations, you know, depending on where you are, because the daily 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 milestone, are those are those daily goal events are also just those are actually just events. They have the same same backend yeah. things, right? That's, then, that's what they change. And you have to make power by completing research and station. <laughs> um, 
It's the same, same it's also white gun sort, of, work. sort of code path. It's just, I think there's confusion on the player side and confusion on the development team side on what is actually what. I don't disagree with and that. Why. I don't disagree with that. Uh, in that and that just makes it non-obvious for anyone involved. Well, we're gonna move. We're gonna move forward here because because here's the problem. All right, ship XP was also not scoring. Leveling a ship was not scoring because ship power, as they have used uh, as the mechanic or the hook that they have used. All right, is just like you said, Ripper. Power, you know, level one, tier one, no buildings, no research. That's what you got. All right. And why you can look in the chat right now and say, well, you know what? That makes sense because when I scrapped a ship, I got negative points. And that happened too. That so probably also wasn't intended. Oh, obviously it wasn't intended. So, but it makes sense. I get it. I it get does make sense. All right. And, and further evidence that the hook, guys, and this is kind of, I'm not trying to have a philosophical debate with anybody. All right. Because I'm not going to. But the, 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 what I'm illustrating here is that the hooks themselves have, have either need modification or, or need to be changed. Or if they're using the right hook, like they were with officer power, then they need to change the scoring mechanics. Because clearly they built that event probably expecting that it was going to be scored like officer XP, and it wasn't. All right? So for the purposes of here today... That is the reason for the announcement. Because power from ships did not perform as they expected. And power from officers, apparently, also did not perform as they expected. <clears throat> now, even though we were able to determine, and when I say we, I mean maybe me and a handful of people, were actually able to determine how it scored. All right, And then I sent that information up. Here's the hook that you're using. Here's what it does. And guys, we're no strangers. <clears throat> we're no strangers to hooks not performing as expected. Let's go back to October again. When we had the ultra recruit event. All right? The ultra recruit event where they gave us a set of milestones and hopefully or what was expected opening one chest should have given us the 150 points. It did not. It did something else, Ripper, that was clear and or clear to, to, to the code. It, it had it performed its output function. You do this, here were the points scored. But it wasn't what they intended, clearly, because then they came back, they pulled it offline, and they amplified the milestones, right? Because for whatever reason, it was mm -hmm. supposed to give 150 points. And for some people, it gave 1,100. Some people gave 1,600. Some people gave 1,300. Whatever it was, all right? It clearly looked at different things. I personally still maintain that it was awarding points per shard. All right? That they would make no. sense. We uh, don't know. But that's why people had varying numbers of points when they spent the same currency, in my opinion. Why did I get 1,600 points, and why did Ripper get 1,100 points, and why did DJ Gurr get 900 points? Because it was based, and, and, and we all spent 800 Ultras. What was the outcome? The outcome was the officers that we got. All right? So <clears throat> that is why these hooks can work if 
not only we, but Scopely knows what the what the outcome is. All right. And and someone can say testing, someone can say QA, and I don't, don't disagree. I've never disagreed with that. Clearly here's in my opinion, Ripper, somebody can can sit in QA and and the question is going to be posed, when you did this action, did you get points? And they can say yes, sure, but was it the right number of points based on what live ops expected? Clearly, it was not. Not for the ultras, not for yeah. officer power, and not for ship power. Clearly, it was not. Then, then, you know, also, there's that... Um, what kind? What, what company does the QA team belong to? Is it Digit or is it Scopely? Oh, regardless of who it is, they're not... Well, no, because, like, if it's, <clears throat> if it's Digit, right, they get requirements from... Scopely, which is live ops, right? Separate teams, even in separate company it, countries, right? And then they get interpreted, and then QA tests that. And if if the requirements that arrived at Digit were like, we want to score points based on shards you get for opening a chest, right? And then QA tested that and said, yeah, it works, right? <laughs> and then live ops is like, yeah, that's not what we wanted. Whoops. Well, Who yeah, knows? but but the break you're right. The breakdown in communication there happens where did QA actually test for the proper number of points? And clearly that didn't happen. Clearly that did not happen here. Not for officers, not for ships, and not for ultras back in October. So this anyway, you're right. Sorry, let's move forward. This is why it's being changed. All right. Now, if we were looking at a change, if we were looking at a change. There's only two outcomes here. Either remove it completely or convert it to XP. Now, as Bernard writes, in my opinion, if a mechanic is so complicated that most of the community doesn't understand it, it's a bad mechanic. I'm going to disagree with you in, in, in the core of that, Bernard, because I do think that it's up to players to learn something new. Okay, I do. This is a new hook. I mean, for the most part, we started this in October. It failed. Now we have it this month, and it worked as far as officers go, but players still haven't taken the time to flesh it out. Not only that, but Scopely hasn't assigned the proper points value to it, so it was very easy to miss. All right? Even if you did score points, it was so few points that players would have easily missed it. All right? So we got to ramp those points up. And that could solve it. But I don't agree that we should that we should us that we should scrap a mechanic because people don't understand it. Alright, to be perfectly frank. Because then we would literally never get anything new. Because truthfully speaking, alright, and I mean no offense, but someone's gonna be offended. People perform tasks in this game without thinking about it, without checking the outcome, and without even interpreting what it is that they're supposed to do. How many people hit the wrong armadas on day one when they're in Romulan Conquest and Klingon Conquest? In that particular case, the event even does say, hit Romulan armadas, and people still weren't, and people still complaining. All right? So I don't agree that we should abandon new mechanics that people don't understand. I think people have an obligation to themselves and to their team and to their gameplay to understand how it works. That being said, we got no time. 
Yeah. There, there's a difference between yeah. uh, the Romulan conquest where it's a plain mechanic and people are just stupid if they did not actually understand that mechanic. But this one's a little bit more complicated. So I understand if people actually don't get it. It's it is, actually pretty complicated. It is yeah. more complicated, it's more but it's not yeah. but it's not impossible. Just like we had to figure out what the mechanic was of the Borg event. That took us two runs before we actually finished figuring yeah. that out. And we might not even be done. There might still be yeah. more that we haven't figured out yet. All right. Same same thing with with when an event calls for specifically faction armadas and not neutrals. All right. There, there's all kinds of things in this game that players have had to figure out and perform the proper functions for. All right. So I don't think we should be abandoning mechanics that that players whine about, because even even if, and it did, Officer XP was working properly. Yeah. Players still filed tickets by the thousands because Officer XP didn't work. And, and I am going to take screenshots here today of this mechanic that says Officer Intel spent and then another one that says Officer Power gained. So next time we can actually show it off. It's a different scoring mechanic, folks. All right? So, yes, it's going to take different things to do. That being said, yeah, and that was and that was saying. That being said, the decision has okay, been made. Okay, the decision has been made yeah. that XP will be substituted in for tomorrow's event, which creates a whole new issue in and of its own. All right, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend hardly any time on this because I'm not a fan. All right, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I know that I am a planner. I know I'm a strategist. And I know that there's a lot of other players out there who have been planning and strategizing for away team's assignments. Snake Eyes, I bet you, has 30 away team's assignments ready to claim. I bet you he's got tons of, of away team's assignments ready to claim that are effectively now nullified by the ability to spend ship XP and officer XP. Okay? So, I'm, I'm not happy with it. Also, though, in the YouTube stream, I promised you I wasn't going to influence it either way. All I did was tell them um, that the community seemed to be split on it. I invited them to come here and look at the chat. I invited them to come here and look at the poll. And that didn't work in my favor either. Because according to the poll that has been closed, I think it's closed now, you guys voted literally two to one. More than two to one that you like XP. So let's ask about that to players who like the XP. We're going to spend five minutes on your opinions and your sound off, and then I'll give a couple of minutes to players who don't like the XP. You guys feel free to raise your hand, and we'll invite you to the stage. We've got Tycon on the stage. You've been waiting patiently. I appreciate you being here. Tycon, what is your opinion on the XP versus the power? Well, I think that... Because you spend XP to gain power, that this simplification makes sense. Because, yes, you have to to get the power number. You do have to filter it through other things like uh, which officers, which officer types you're, you're improving. But it, you're still spending XP. It just doesn't, it doesn't equate to the same way it does when, in the domination events. So now... With officers, it's capped by how many officers you have. With the ships, though, I think that is very unfair because you can build lots of ships 
not very few people have their ship slots maxed. So you can build a lot of those and you can get a lot of power that way or a lot of spend a lot of XP that way and overwhelm all the other mechanics. Um, I, I don't think it's fair that it overwhelms the other mechanics, but I think it's fair that it's more transparent now. Well, that it is. All right, this is a, this is a scoring mechanic that's been in the game for three years now. We know what officer XP spend is, and we know what ship XP spend is. Those are very, very clear. Uh, Captain Planet says, I don't know. I put days of effort into gathering away teams' assignments and, and weeks on trait and speed-ups, and it's all for naught. I, I kind of agree with him there. K21 says, well, away teams' assignments and trait XP are more pay-to-win possibly uh, mechanics, so I'm kind of glad that the scoring uh, is now going to include XP. Okay. All right. No, no comment for me. Um, <laughs> I, I, I personally disagree, but that's okay. I want, I want to hear from you guys. Oblivion says, you know what? It might be annoying with this answer, but uh, I actually am okay with it. Uh, same thing as Tycon just said. Thank you, Tycon, for your comments. Uh, it's straightforward, and I understand it. Razahound, on the other hand, says, I don't like this. They only voted for that because they don't understand the impact of XP on ranked auctions. Um, Bubba Joe, you're at the bar. You wanted to weigh in on this, but you also said it's going to be very, very noisy. Are you able to, to speak as you had a very passionate opinion about this yourself? Uh, I see that he came off mute, but I don't see him actually putting audio in. Maybe we'll try to come back and check with him in a second. Truck and Chick. <clears throat> Truck and Chick, Ops 39. All right, what does this mean for you? How many officers do you have ready that you could dump Millions of XP. Do you have millions of XP? Does this event become more obtainable for you? It does if I want to compete, but I don't know that I want to with these scoring mechanics. Okay. Okay. I'm very interested in this. Why do you, why are you unsure now that you want to compete because of these scoring mechanics? What does it do? It's the ability to spend as much money as you want on Latinum to buy ship XP that I don't have that ability. So I'm not going to go into an auction trying to win if I'm not confident that I have the ability and the resources to at least make a good showing. All right. For devil's advocate, let me, let me come at you with, with an argument for the sake of argument. Couldn't I just buy a bunch of packs for materials and level up buildings and build guns and build ships and, and all that other stuff too? Sure. Yeah, so, but sometimes I hoard resources and materials in preparation so that I can be targeted and specific in which auctions I do join and try to compete in. Are you concerned that XP either increases or decreases the, the competition in this board? I don't know that I would say concerned is the word. I am displeased with the timing of this announcement as well as the timing of the, the change in the mechanic, right? You guys have been giving us warnings for weeks to start saving things and, and we had an idea of what we would need to be able to save to be successful in an auction. I've done that. I have not spent trade XP in over three weeks. I've got almost 100000 banked up as a battle pass player. All I do is buy the $20 battle pass. I felt like I had a chance 
at scoring and getting some shards in this auction. Now with XP added to it at such a late moment, I don't have time to react and pivot my planning. All right. <clears throat> that being said, I am very pleased with the communication, the fact that they communicated. I think we're losing that in this entire uh, dialogue, in this That's entire true. argument that we're having back and forth. Guys, they gave us 24 hours notice that they were changing. <laughs> well, <laughs> in fairness, yeah, we did. We got a 24-hour notice. You're, you're right about that. All right. And, <laughs> and Captain, <laughs> Captain Planet says that's BS. It's only 24 hours. Listen, in fairness, all right, Captain Planet, it's not like they've been sitting on this mulling on it. All right. We just had this event where we are, for better or worse, able to find inconsistency. Let's put it that way. Ripper, Ripper says that it could be deeper than I'm giving it credit for. And that is so true. Ripper knows way more about game code than I do. All right? Way more. All right? Uh, I can't say your name. I'm just going to call you G from Server 49. He says, where's the official notice? Is it posted somewhere I can share it with my alliance? No, not yet. I, I mean, I can. I'm the one who I got it first. All right? And then I read it to you. I'm giving it to you now, so I haven't even put it in text form. Uh, but, but yeah, you're, gonna have to, you're just going to have to take it from me. And I'll put it in text form later because we were, we were on the air when it happened. Uh, that being said, Captain Planet, to, to your point, 24 hours is crappy, all right? But the problem has presented itself here, now, now, okay? The, the problem is here and now. So we've got an option. We can let the event run as borked, which they do not want, all right? Nope, retrieving. Nope, nope, don't do it. Delete your comment. Delete it. I don't stand for that here, all right? He says, I'm not going to delete it, and I'll delete it, all right? You cannot claim you weren't told. You cannot claim you weren't told because I told you we're not doing that game. I'm not doing it. Yeah. All right. But that also comes back to my other point about the moderators on official Discord or no announcement on official Discord. <laughs> well, it's, it's not on official, and I've told people you got to get it here, all right? <clears throat> um. No, they they communicated it to me. I'm communicating it to you. It's Sunday. All right. And no, I disagree. Vengeance. I know your name is relatively new here, but that doesn't fly here. Okay. You got the news. That's the news. You can do with it what you want. If you want to tell your team. Cool. All right. If you don't want to tell your team, that's also cool. But you can't say you weren't told. All right. That doesn't that does not fly here. All right. Uh, and I am not having the argument about whether or not they should or shouldn't be using official announcements. I told you I was done with that. And, Hani, welcome to the stage. Your comments on power versus XP. Okay, so first off, I'm going to agree 100% with Truck and Trick. We got some news, and I support your position that this isn't the forum to have that debate over official versus the podcast. Uh, so I want to get that out first. Um but and it is an improvement. I was never planning to participate to start with. I'm on server 10, and at my level, any auction whatsoever, I'm at the bottom of the food chain. <laughs> I was 193rd in the in one of the leaderboards the other day for the Borg, one of the Borg events that, and it wasn't truly an auction. But I know that I'm I pay 20 bucks. That's it. So do I think this is better? I think for some of the smaller servers, this does make it better 
for people that have a ba- a plan that always have things in the bank, like you always preach, always have stuff in reserve. Um, do I think it's good for the large servers such as 10 and um, a couple of the others? No, I think it's going to hurt them because there was no proper planning. But to cite you and to quote you on numerous occasions, you always talk to us about the need to always have reserves in all areas. So if you don't take those words of wisdom and and plan for any rainy day, then don't complain. Don't say, and that's my that's just my position. And I want to share that. I I appreciate that. And and listen, it's not as though I don't have the XP. I'm fine. I've got I've got a bunch of latinum. I've got a bunch of officer XP. I can do it. But I know what these what these auctions get to, uh, at least on my server. I go next. Okay. Let me just rebut you for a second. You are 100% right, by the way. Um, having Latinum, having stuff. Um, this, if you plan and you do, the power is to you. It's an individual's choice. It always is to engage in any auction. Um, and some of them, maybe this is designed to whittle out some of us more senior, seasoned players that are that do plan on certain things that don't plan for the rainy day too. And that, that was, that's what I'm saying in this DJ that it's, did it, you got to balance it out as you always tell, tell us. Okay. Cargan, <clears throat> go ahead. All right. So first off, I want to say, I love domination events. I have no problem with them. They're great. I'd love to see more of them. We've haven't seen one, a proper one since like data for the auction style. That being said, this event was, they were testing out a new metric with, or not new metric, but at least a new scoring with the trait and away team. I guess not new with the away teams. We used it, but that seemed to be their primary or at least major goal or like a, a large portion of the points should be around that being that it's the, you know, the newest thing in their event scoring. And with the trait experience, the only reason I said no, that I didn't like it, this change is it's neutering that fact. Like it, it's, taking away whoever had the nice idea like you know the saving up the trades the you know put it to that the points for that and just totally neutering that and putting it to another you know yeah that's I, that's I'm, why i said no i mean i'm i'm i get that i have no problem with domination events like they're it's just this again doing it changing it quickly because maybe there was an issue i don't know it okay all right listen we're gonna start a quick point in there uh yes please captain mark go ahead all right. Um, just to go back a, a step um, on here, uh, didn't we just when we were talking a, a while back, uh, maybe not even that long ago, that uh, one of the reasons why Scopely Scopely doesn't want people um, hoarding these, this stuff and materials is because that that affects their bottom line and people buying packs and 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 getting materials through packs as opposed to just uh, hoarding the stuff and planning out their their spends i have no idea what the question was there mark i'm sorry what what's the point <laughs> i'm sorry maybe i missed well, something there but won't they make more during isn't the that why i mean is that really surprising why they don't have a less uh, uh less than 24 hours as far as a uh um but if they had changes kept the main scoring thing is like the traits and then had packs for the traits on the day do you think they would have made more than 
of what they're going to off of experience or buying latinum for the uh, same uh, people who would be paying to win they'd be paying i'm, to I'm going towards the, the trade the short, pack. The short um the short time well, and that would imply explaining this that would imply that would imply that it was that it was on purpose and i and i don't think that that's the case all right what i think is the case is exactly what i've told you we've got two metrics that for one reason or another are not performing as expected, at least from Scopely's angle, all right? And, and I think, obviously, without a shadow of a doubt, from our angle as well, all right? These metrics are not performing as they expected. They uh, are not performing as players expected, all right? And for that reason, instead of trying to, to push through a hook that, that may not be working the way that they think it should be, then we let it roll, all right? We, get, we got to bounce, so we, we have to make a substitution. Now, listen, at the end of the day, I'm with Karkin. I like domination events too. I truthfully do. I advocated for one this month. I advocated for one between the arcs. Uh, whoever came to me with the idea for Throwback Thursday, love it. I pitched it. Yeah. All right? I love that idea. I think that there should be a monthly domination auction because, because people do have hundreds of millions of XP. It's literally been months since we've been allowed to spend it in, in bulk. All right. We get a couple of ticketed events. We get a couple of SMS events here and there. All right. But we uh, have not had an auction for it in quite some time. Somebody's saying data, TNG Arc 2. All right. That was six months ago. So six months have passed since we've had a domination auction. So I'm a fan as well, as Karkin says. But I... I I disagree with this move for two reasons. One, it's late in the game. Players have planned one way or another, and I fear that the introduction of XP is going to drown out the impact of everything else. That being said, let me also say, all right, let me also say that, um, no, I didn't, no, 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 Borg 104. I love domination, all right? I love domination. And listen, I will be able to compete tomorrow. But it's not what players had prepared for. Okay, so at a fundamental level, planning is thrown out. For the for you look at the poll. I'm not alone. All right, for players who have been trade saving trade XP and all this stuff, I fear the worst. Now, for somebody saying, and let me answer this question. Colby asked this question, <clears throat> and uh, I saw it uh, somewhere else. Who's uh, who was it? Scaly asked, and even Lost Prime says. Is there still a reason to save the XP? Oh, for the love of God, don't spend it now. You've got less than 24 hours. All right? Let's see. Let's see if these mechanics still hold weight. All right? Bubba Joe, I know that was your concern. You've been – everybody, truck and chicks out. We've been saving XP. And, trade XP. Yep. And then saying that, and then saying that, trade XP, you've still saved the trade XP. It's still going to score. That could be the difference between – Beating someone else out of out of third place or fourth place or second or first, you know. Empty calories so, says the same thing. I've got twenty nine thousand trade XP saved. Should I keep saving or spend it? I can't answer that today, empty calories. But you will be able to know the answer to that in twenty four hours. We will find out. Go ahead, Bubba. So we're not going to know exactly. That's just my point. We're not going to know whether trade XP is worth spending or not until we see the scoring mechanic. My concern is that any event that has ship XP as a part of it cannot be balanced against any other spend. And it's never been balanced. Ship XP has always been the way you could win domination events 
easily and consistently. And so I get people have been saving it. I, I, I honestly, I don't understand those players cause I never have enough, but I am, I am a different level of player than, than most. Um, but I, 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 you know, so you have ship XP, but the problem is the latinum conversion and please do not take this that we should change the latinum conversion for XP. But the point is, is that you can't balance something that basically that effectively has no limit versus things that have very tangible and practical limits. Let, let's put it this way. All right. Domination absolutely has its place. It absolutely has its place. Bubba, you've also said, listen, I would love to see more domination events, but I'd like to see it separated from power events. And I think it's actually a brilliant idea because of the just sheer difference in value. All right. And, and the number quantity that you can earn and or spend in XP as compared to power. I mean, they, they shouldn't be even in the same event. And Ripper said that a little bit ago. Domination has been imbalanced since the beginning of time. XP should not be included in the same metrics as upgrading power with materials and resources. It should not be. All right. Um, but that being said, it does have its place, and I think it should have its place. And again, let me be real clear. I'm not arguing against this because I can't compete. So please, you can take those comments and, and leave them outside. I'll be fine, especially for the SMS. I But I... You know, somebody asked me if I was banking away team's assignments that were completed, Bubba Joe. I showed on stream earlier today. I am not. All right? I'm not. I planned on doing this event with research. I was going to try with research was going to be my plan um, because I've got some primes saved. I'm, I'm ready to do prime officers. I've got um, all the level one Tetrion researches saved for this. Like, I have a list of about 30 researches. I was ready to go. All right? But you sacrificed on the other event to... I actually went back and did it. This. I went back and oh, yeah. did it. I did it with 25 normal researches, which was painful. Uh, but, I, but I did it. All right. <clears throat> but again, that's the point in planning. I've got a list of researches ready to go. All right. And, and somebody else has a list of officer uh, assignments, uh, away team's assignments ready to go. And other people got boatloads of trade XP ready to go. All right. The whole point here, the reason that I'm arguing against it is because it is a last-minute change that is affecting players' ability to spend. That said, the only other alternative was removing that factor because they're not functioning properly or not as expected. So I don't know what you do here. And you know what? The community is crazy split. They really, really are. You look at the at the poll room, Bubba. I... I even in the YouTube video, when we were streaming earlier today, I said, I'm not going to tell them what I think they should do because there was not a clear instruction from the community. I mean, you look at the vote. I mean, if you were just taking popular vote, then yeah, the vote's two to one in favor of XP. But man, I mean, you're still looking at a 70-30 split and, and that that's not usually how I like to present my data. Like, usually the stuff that I like to present, I like to have a pretty loud, <laughs> pretty clear well, path, you know? I mean, a I almost hit yes is... because I wanted a domination auction. I was like, I was like, oh, there's, you know, it's pretty good. I wanted my domination auction. And then when I thought about it and I realized what, you know, exactly all was wasted and sacrificed in the prep and planning, it became like, a no, this wasn't too good. It was too short, not, you know. They they had a good idea. They should have stuck with it and, and got let the 
<laughs> you know what? I like what Stout says. To hell with everything. Let's just give 100 shards of seal to everybody, Bubba. <laughs> I like that one so, better. That's my favorite. Yes. Uh, Bubba, I'm going to come to oh, you, and then I've got one more uh, player I'm going to wrap up with. Truck and Chick, you're going to get the final word. we got to take a break. we got more stuff to do, including Conquest and a calendar uh, that's coming up this week that we need to talk about. Bubba, go ahead. So, so a 70-30 split is a, probably about as definitive as you're going to get in any sort of kind of community vote. I, 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 you know, I'm sure you would love to be 80-20 or 90-10, <laughs> but you know, 70-30 is a pretty definitive split. It's not like it's 55-45 or something. Um, but my point is, is that you know, everyone who's saying, well, they should be changing at the last second, totally get that. That is that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that Scopely's got this point scoring so that it makes sense? Maybe, but we have too many very recent examples of, uh, you know, an event that has damage as a as a scoring metric assigned with a single point for killing a hostile. Like, I mean, yeah. so it, it either they, they don't want to balance the scoring or have made little effort to balance the scoring, which means that there's a concern that this one is not going to be balanced either. So we'll have to wait and see. Like, don't, again, like you said, don't go blowing all of your resources down. Yeah, don't, don't go don't give claiming up your all, your, all your, yeah, don't go claiming all your ATAs that you've been banking up and are ready to redeem tomorrow. Don't do anything crazy. But I, this is a real concern. And if you were planning on competing in this auction based on those metrics, I would be very careful and really examine, assume that you, people are going to be able to spend you know, 25 million officer XP as a minimum. Assume that they're going to be able to take uh, a G3 ship from 1 to 45 as a minimum and see if you can get points doing what you wanted to do to compete with that. And if not, then I would, I would, not, I would not invest heavily. Yeah, we're just going to have to – we will have to see – how uh how it how it comes out and you know what you're right flight leader says 70 30 is kind of known as a landslide <laughs> you're not wrong i i i guess i mean i i get that okay i just um first of all i didn't have the benefit of of a percentage breakdown when i was on youtube i was reading change it keep it change it keep it change it keep it it looked very split all right and obviously that was from you know 30 people in the span of 30 seconds all right, so I, I promised you I wasn't going to go back and try to convince them either way, and I can see the conversation happening right now uh, in that channel, and I'm not a part of it because I'm out here with you. <laughs> All right, so I can see the conversation that's happening, um, and, and this is the decision. This is, this is what's happening, okay? Um, but you're right. The, you know, empty calorie says 70% is a huge majority. Uh, in politics, it's called a mandate. All right. Uh, it's it's a majority vote. It's a quorum in Congress. I, I get all that. And so, you know what? That's the way it is. And, and they, by the way, they, by the way, were invited. All right. To come on this server, watch the chat, watch the poll. And they did. They did. All right. And and probably part of the reason that that it's going to stay. All right. At least for this run. We'll look at it afterwards. We'll see how it goes afterwards uh, and go with it. But here's the final vote. 170 said, don't change it. 374, literally over double. Bubba Joe said, yes, we like the XP introduction. Uh, Truck and Chick, I'm going to give you the final word. You get the final word before we take our first break because we got so much more to give. 
uh, regarding events and, uh, and some feedback and discussion that we need to have here today. So, Truck and Chick, go right ahead with your final thoughts. Thanks, DJ. Everyone listening, if you hear my voice, don't change your plans for how you're going to participate in the auction just because of this last-minute change. Adapt, pivot, and go for it if you want to or don't. But don't get all butthurt because something changed at the last minute. In my mind, the alternative that they could have done was pulled the auction completely and told us we'll do it at a later date. And that would have had us in even more up in arms. So pivot if you can, do what you can. Remember, it's a game and they're pixels. That's true. That's all true. But we get pretty worked up about things like this, Karkin. <laughs> we get we get a little bit worked up. Yeah, we get a little bit worked up about things like this. All right. So so yeah. And and Mustang asked the big question. He's like, listen, at the end of all this, is the officer even worth it? <laughs> I um I do think that she's gonna be useful. I mean, I was looking forward to trying. I really was. And and I, I'm still going to. I'm gonna try, but I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna play out for me. Uh, guys, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we do have more to give you, uh, including some mechanical information on Romulan and Klingon Conquest, plus a few other communications from Scopely Live Ops that have already been posted. For those of you complaining about getting your news here, I don't understand. Uh, we're going to talk about a comp chest, uh, Bubba Joe, that's coming out uh, later this week. And um, let's see, what else we have? We've got a breakdown of the calendar that we're going to try to get you guys prepared for for this upcoming week and uh, some information on Romulan and Klingon Conquest and the betrayal event that's running today. All right, if you haven't done that yet, might want to wait 10 more minutes so we can tell you exactly how it's going to work because I, Bubba Joe, just cost myself probably about a couple billion Tritanium. And I'm not super happy about it. <laughs> and and I, was, I was peer pressured into doing it on the YouTube stream. I wasn't going to. I had my suspicions. Thanks, Truck and Chick. I had my suspicions. <laughs> and I just cost myself 2 billion Tritanium. What did I do? I'm going to tell you about it coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. Don't go anywhere. This breaking information episode of Talking Trek We'll be right back. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we'll return in a moment. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Toss-Ups, the spring-loaded pancakes that flip themselves. From the makers of Iron Chef comes the game show with high ratings and higher contestants. Oh, oh my God! Woo! Introducing Iron Meth. Hey, my name is Worm, and I'm going to cook some meth on my carburetor. A show so good, the competition is going up in smoke. This dessert is called a, a Black and Walter White cookie. I am the danger. Join us for a show that's piping hot. My cat is wizard, and he can time trap. Iron, Iron Meth. Meth. Tonight at 9, or maybe 10. These people aren't very predictable. Oh, sorry I'm late. My spaceship ran out of gas. That's the motto.
Welcome back, everybody. Tiesto. I like it. Yeah, somebody said, what's this music? This is new Tiesto. And it's called The Motto. It's got Ava Max on it, and I'm digging it. No, it's not Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> no, it's Ava Max and Tiesto. DJ Tiesto. And the new song is called The Motto from Tiesto's uh, title track album called The Motto. It's out right now, and I kind of dig it. I like the dance. I like DJ Tiesto. He's, uh, he's one of my faves. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek. Uh, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'd like to welcome you guys back in to somewhat of a controversial show, Bubba Joe. Uh, meanwhile, how are things over at the bar? Like, when you talked a minute ago, it was kind of quiet. Did you go outside just so you could talk? Or, like, are you still at the bar? Did you leave the bar for Talking Trek? Like, what's your situation? Give me the 411 on what's going on with Bubba Joe today. So I left the bar because I found out once I got to the bar that uh, all of my friends that I normally sit with have close contact issues with COVID. So none of them showed up. So games were pretty bad this morning. So I just decided to leave and come home and I can watch the Seahawks on national television. So I, I won't miss them. You can watch them on the primetime TV and you get to hang out with your friends here at Talking Trek. Sounds like a win-win to me. Kind of. I'm just being frank. Mostly. Uh, <laughs> Mostly. Yeah, there you go. Mostly, he says. Mostly. You're missing out on the fried cheese sticks and the and the, pita. And the pretty girls handing them beer. Oh, oh no. I, I got those before I left. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Rocking awesome. Uh, guys, very quickly, I, I tried to take a break so that I could segue from this, but I am going to read you the final communication, uh, Bubba Joe, which I have been authorized to share, which is, so to confirm, the SELA auction will be scoring on the following metrics. Officer XP spent. Ship XP spent. Building power. Defensive platforms. Research completion. Or, or uh, research power. Rephrase. Research power. Away team's assignments completion. Rare and epic. And trait XP. All of these are scoring mechanics with different weights attached to each with away team's completion and trait XP being the higher weighted components. And I was authorized to read that verbatim. So for those of you who have been saving your trait XP or have been saving a bunch of away team's assignments, it may in fact be possibly potential that your auction has not been lost with the introduction of XP we are being told that away team's completion and trade XP Bubba Joe will be the heavier spent, uh, the heavier weighted mechanics, which is what we've always expected. I had that feeling. <laughs> that is what we always expected. I just, again, I kind of look at it from Bubba's perspective. If I can come in and spend a hundred million ship XP, like how weighted can it really be? You know. But again, I don't want to. I don't want to get back into this. All right. There's what you have. That's the information. And we will, in fact, type it up. For those of you looking for announcements, all I can do is give you the... I, I will type it up, and I will post it in our channel. That is all I can offer you. Okay? That's it. <laughs> I cannot make any... And, and I'm not going to. I am not having the conversation about the official Discord. You're here. You're listening here. You are my listeners. You are the ones that I care about. If your teams care about you, 
then they will listen to you. And if your team's wanted the information, then they can get it here. All right? For somebody on the official Discord who simply flat out refuses to get their information here, I, that's on them. And I've said it a million times. All right? You guys are my concern. You're my priority. And I appreciate you being here. I cannot help those who will not drink. Okay? Is what it is. Now, here's what I want to talk about uh, for this next segment. I want to teach you a little bit about Romulan and Klingon Conquest. Romulan and Klingon Conquest ran this past week. And, Handy, I actually had a pretty good time with this event. Handy, what uh, faction were you associated with? I had Romulan Conquest. What did you get? I had Romulan Conquest as well. Guess what? I've got some good news for you. I got some good news for you coming up here in a minute. Ripper, what about you? Were you on Romulan or Klingon Conquest? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you were working on the tree. <laughs> I don't know. Karkin, what about you? Karkin's missing. All right. Uh, v Ready, what about oh, you, buddy? Right. No, I'm here. Sorry, I was just scroll. I was had to unmute. Okay. Uh, so, what I did you what did you get the plan? Romulan or Klingon? I was killing uh, Romulans. I feel that I'm gonna go and switch. So you were killing Klingons. you were killing Romulans, which means you were on Klingon conquest. All right. Yeah. I was on Klingon conquest as well. All right, Ripper on Klingon. And guys, as announced in the Arcfall video, it was an even split. Everybody got assigned 50-50 or or close to it. Uh, random assignment to one team or the other. We had a couple of days. We had three days worth of events. They were somewhat fun. I did, you know, I, I did I know that players are not gonna be uh, happy about this, but but those types of events are kind of good when you think about long-term, long-term play. I don't know about you guys. I ran a ton of armadas. Absolutely. But DJ, DJ, didn't you just say not to run armadas unless there was an armada event? Well, yeah. Yeah, but there was an armada scoring mechanic. And what was it? It was based damage. on damage. It was based Stay on damage. Comments. So when you get a damage-based armada event, guys... When you get a damage, you run the uncommons. Plain and simple. Do not! Do not! Run rares and epics on a damage <laughs> event. Oh, you definitely should. No, don't listen to that. <laughs> don't do that. But do, they have more hit points. They, uh, <laughs> they do, actually. No. You're right. No, they do, it. They do it. have it, more it, hole it points. Depends. It depends. It also depends. Like, let's say you go to a deep space, and we actually did some, a couple of epics and rares. I went and did a 45, I think, rare, and that gave a lot of damage. Of course it does. Of course it does, and I'm not saying you can't. Obviously, do it at your own risk, all right? If you're going to do it, then you need to make sure that you've got – if you're going to do that, V-Ready, then you should have a pretty healthy bank of, of rares and epic, uh, rare and epic directives. Because we know in the calendar, we know in the calendar that we have events surrounding rare and epic armada directives. Oh, yeah, I'm not hurting spent. myself. I only did one or two. I'm not going to hurt myself. Yeah, All I right. only one or two. And DJ, buy another pack. DJ Gurr says, except there was another event at the same time to do rare and epics. So, d- depends. Okay, depends. I started running uh, Romulan Conquest, which ran a day early. DJ Gurr. So, now, hang on. No. Hang on. Romulan Conquest and Klingon Conquest started a day before the Barrett meta. Okay? 
started a day before the Barrett meta, meaning that on that first day in the leaderboard, uncommons, sure, uncommons. Run the uncommons, damage-based, all right? Now, you're right, DJ Gurr, on day two, which was, I believe, what, Friday? Maybe, no, Saturday, we got, no, must have been Friday, we got the Borg Barrett event, the Borg Barrett event, which had an accompanying 48-hour milestone, but, V-Ready, wasn't based on damage, was it? Uh, nope, it was not. As a matter of fact, we reminded players, we reminded you between the arcs that there was a player who had to run 75 armadas last time because he didn't have any starts. Ran 75. Now, they did, fortunately, uh, make that slightly better. <laughs> if you did no starts, if you did absolutely zero starts this time, you only had to participate in 50 armadas. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but you actually, if you participate in 50 armadas, you're hurting your alliance because they are trying to, you can help each other a little bit, but eating 50 armadas from others, oh, that's you're right. selfish. You're right. It's that's tough, selfish. man. It's tough. But you know what? If players didn't have the starts, if they didn't have the starts, Okay, that's what you had to do. You had to play in 50. Rares, by the way, not on comments. Rares. Okay, that's what makes this tougher. Can can the average alliance run 50 rares? All right, that's a lot of rares. Okay? Now, some players said, well, last month. All while everyone else is trying to run rares at the same time. Are there enough rares out there for that? Yes. <laughs> Respawn timers are 15 to 30 minutes, and it was a 48-hour event. Yes. If you put I in agree. the time for it. I was just it. putting the point out there. If so you put in the time for it, then you could have done it. Now, were you going to get it done in 20 minutes? Nope. You definitely weren't. All right. And, of course, there was a huge, huge bonus for starting them. Huge bonus for starting them. As a matter of fact, uh, a rare armada got you 20,000 points. And an epic got you 35,000 points. All right. So if you had those directives to spend, Two epics and a couple of plays. Uh, three rares and a couple of plays. You could have done it. Okay? You could have done it. But it was tough because some players didn't have them. Now, we talk about mechanics and we talk about planning and prepping. Nobody here seems to have a major problem with telling their alliance mates not to run rares when there's no event for it. I saw that all day. I saw people in here bashing their head against the wall. No one's listening to me. Everybody's running rares. This was on day one of Conquest. Everybody's running rares. Don't run the rares. Unless you don't care about, you know, using them. I mean, if you've got more than, you know, I mean, if you've got thousands of those things, go and use them. That's fine. All right? I'm not saying don't use them. I'm saying if you're a player who has to ration your directives, you got to be a little bit more careful. And by the way, Dark Lord, you're right. Swarmata's counted, but only for starts. You did not. Get the points for completion. Why would that be, Ripper? Why would a Swarmata give you points for starting it, but not for defeating it? Anybody have an answer to that? Bubba Joe, be ready. Because, because, because using what the you have to yep. No, the defeat, the defeat <laughs> basically was only for the particular uh, faction armada, where the start was just rare directives. You got it. You got it. It uses regular directives to start. So the rare directives that you spent, even though only 100. So a rare, by the way, a Swarmata, didn't get you 20,000 points. It only got you 10,000 points. So it got you half the number of points. All right. 
because but, it only costs but, 100 to um, start. One of, one of my alliance members, we did this. So it is one strategy if you're only like 10,000 or 9,000 points, don't start a rare martyr because you're getting 20,000 points. Start a swarm martyr so you're using a half of the directives. Yeah, that could work. Or just play in the extras and try to finish it out that way. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, again, this this is kind of what I was talking about in the YouTube stream, Stephen Aaron. I've got a building that's going to cost me 13,000 materials. Well, in the Barrett milestone, I don't expect that my milestone is going to be that high. So I'm I'm considering holding that building, Bubba Joe, because I don't want to overspend by 4,500 materials. Those materials are valuable these days, right? <laughs> so I'm yep. I'm kind of concerned about overspending on a on a component that's going to cost thirteen thousand. All right. So um, I did, in fact, ask Scopely. Why did we get 2,100 rare directives last month and we did not get any this month? All right, because clearly that would have been really helpful to a lot of people. All right. And you know what? Listen, I kind of had a feeling on the answer, Ripper. I had a suspicion, Handy, that I knew what was going to come. And then it came. Let me read you, uh, read you this. And I don't think it's going to surprise anybody. As a matter of fact, I think I did actually post it in here yesterday. I gave the players who asked about it, I gave them the answer. Uh, Let me see. Can anybody find it? Because now I can't find it. I've got a ton of chat. And this message was like, oh my gosh, I've scrolled up so many pages and I'm only on yesterday. (laughs) Wait, does somebody have the... (laughs) Steven's Aaron, do you have it? The The one that I gave back? Because I am having trouble finding Long story short. Oh, sorry. Which one? Long st- oh, here it is. Here it is. Here I found it. Uh, we gave directives last month to ensure high probability of success while players oh, got familiar, Handy. This is the terminology, and yet we're over here complaining about, you know, we can't do things because we don't know. We gave it last month to ensure high probability of success while players got familiar with a new mechanic, but it won't always be there. We want you learning, preparing, strategizing. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, learning, preparing, and strategizing for the most efficient ways for your gameplay. All right, that, that was the answer. We, also known as buy a pack, please. Well, possibly, <laughs> sure. I'm sure that that is, that that is an event that, you know, or, or that's an outcome that they're not going to be upset about, of course. Okay. Now, Scooby says buy more packs is what they're saying. Sure. Listen, I obviously am not naive enough to think that they're not going to, that they're not wanting to make money. Obviously, that's not the case. Okay. They do want to make money. But Ransusi, I get, I I mean, me personally, that's exactly kind of what I thought. All right. I said this last month when people said that they wanted a gift chest for ultras. Okay. Let's go back to what this is. Let's go back to what this is. This is an auction replacement mechanic. Replacement. Okay? This ain't welfare. This ain't free handouts. This ain't free officers for all. This is material spent. This is revenue sink. They want money, whether you spend it in cash or... Expended, uh, spend it in game currency. Now, 
Last month, nobody was surprised by this. Why y'all being surprised now? Somebody says, they should just give us the directives. Well, guys, if they give you the directives to turn around and give back to them, what did they do? They gave you the officer, really, for all intents and purposes. Okay? And you're right. You cannot source the number of rare armada directives you need in a month. Snake Eyes is right about that. Scooby Snacks is right about that. You couldn't do it, Bubba Joe. You can't get enough directives inside a single month free to play to finish this event. So you've got two alternatives. Or two options, rather. All right? Handy had one of them. Buy a pack. Okay? What would number two be? Say, V ready? What's number two? Option number two. I mean, you... I literally have not bought a single Armada pack except for when it first came out. And I've never had an issue with an event. Because you have to think about it and only do how much you need to do. Let's say you need to spend three. You spend three. Don't go spend five or six and spend all the directives you've got. You didn't need to do ten last month. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. That's fine. You're not, you're not driving exactly where I wanted to go. But you're right. Okay. Players should be strategically spending any and all directives. All right. But somebody put it in the chat, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to go there. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go with this in the chat. Spend or save. Okay. Hoard and prepare. If you don't, it, 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 here's the bottom line. Okay. Borg Barrett has its uses. If you value this officer. You can look at it in a couple of different ways. One, you can fortunate, be fortunate enough to have enough stuff all right, in your, uh, in your stores right now, in your, in your inventory, to be able to spend and do it. Great. Great for you if you can. If you do not have the directives, then you can also buy a pack. Okay? You can buy a pack. You can get the directives you need. Even this event, V-Ready, still had a participation metric. You just would pay dearly for it. I mean, truthfully, guys, can't don't be talking. No paywalled arguments here. They let you kill 50 of them. There was a grinders mechanic. It was disgusting. All right, but it was there. There was a grinders mechanic. It was just really, really gross. All right, so you could have done that. Or... You could just simply decide to skip it. Skip it. Maybe Borg Barrett doesn't have a whole lot of value to you. Maybe you want to wait and see what else comes, especially if you don't get a bunch of uh, directives on the regular. Now, V-Ready is right about one thing, and Hugo just posted it in the chat. I only started saving directives after we got the three-day giveaway chest last month. And he shows that he still has 1,000 rare directives and he finished the Barrett event. Now, the good news for you, Hugo, as we mentioned on the stream earlier this morning, the next two material spend events for Borg Barrett do have a directives component. But I am going to recommend caution because this Armada event, Bubba Joe, did not have a material component. So, kind of crazy, and if I'm reading between the lines, and if Big Country were here, he would say that I'm analyzing it too much. But if I've got two events that are materials or directives, but then I've got one that's directives only, 
What are they trying to get out of us, folks? What are they trying to get out of us a little bit more than the other? K21 says money. That too. (laughs) All right. But, but, clearly I find a little bit more value here in the directives. Okay. As a matter of fact, what was up? What was up in the pay store, Bubba Joe? Arguably one of the better Armada packs. I mean, if if you're going to spend, there was a good one that went up. Uh, It's not up now, but the uh, Galactic Director or Galactic Armada pack, that is, if you're a spender, it's a good directives pack. But that was up. Clearly, they wanted you to buy directives. Or at least... It's the only pack... It's it's the only directive pack to buy. You should not be buying the regular one. They brought it back a number of times. It is absolutely uh, of value because it gives you all of them, right? And that's what you want. You want to have access to all of them. There you go. All right. Now, uh, I want to hone in on Captain Planet's uh, comment here because I don't know if I would call it a trick, but it definitely is tempting, okay? And, and well, maybe, maybe, maybe it is a trick for players who are not invested into the mechanics of this game. He says they're trying to trick you into spending them when you don't need to. So it's your own fault that you don't have them when you do need them. Now, I, I've, I take exception with, with a couple of different pieces of this statement, but the, the, the theory, Bubba Joe, that there are Armada events where you don't need to spend them, that is correct. All right. For example, the Conquest Damage Armada event. We've already said you should have been running on commons. That was a damage event. Nowhere were you incentivized to spend rares or epics. Okay? And, and, and listen, Typhon, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's wrong. I don't know if I would call it a trick. It's definitely a strategy. It's a marketing strategy for sure. All right? I said the same thing, Bubba Joe. Uh, I actually legitimately called that research event paywalled. All right? And I was actually... Corrected. I was told that it wasn't paywall. Players could do it. All right. You just had to spend redonkulous amounts of speed ups and resources to complete it, unless you bought a prime or bought Tetrion radiation. K21 says do random research. I, I get that. You're not hearing me. 25 researches. That was a lot. Okay. That was a lot. And I felt. And I said this on the air, didn't I, Bubba Joe? I said, I felt like this event is here to get people to spend their research on when there was a research auction only five days later. Okay? Now, a lot of you guys did it. How much research power did did you spend for 20 Tomalock shards? Because that was the payout. It was nothing else. You did 25 researches. How much power did you give out when you could have potentially used it on Sela? Jay says, okay, hey, look, Jay says I did about 100,000 power. Okay, that would have been worth 1.2 million points in the Sela auction. And guys, 1.2 million points sounds like a lot, but I mean, it doesn't sound like maybe a whole lot, but, but, but it kind of is. Right? That that would have been a defense gun, or, well, half of a gun. That's definitely more than you can do on buildings. We have no idea what everything else is going to look at. So I'm just saying, I feel like there's some events, like the Alliance Milestone, the war prep. We were talking about that at the open of the show. I felt like that was another one, Bubba Joe, 
They were trying to get your alliance to spend on power. Just out of curiosity, how many alliances finished that? How many how many alliances finished that power AMS? Because mine did not. As far as I know, even the Vales, no one finished. We told our alliance not to. I think we finished it. We legit told our team I mean, finished it, that don't do it. And so I don't yeah, do same. It. I told my alliance not to bother about it. We told our alliance not to do it. I think we did hit two of the milestones, but we yeah, did we, we not do it. All right. Why? Why would we not complete an event? Anybody? Because the cost of it wasn't worth the rewards. Thank you. Exactly what Captain Planet said. It's smoke and mirrors. It's a smoke screen. That is not where you should be spending your power this month. All right, DJ27's got it. Horrible rewards based on, uh, based on what you had to do. Yes, yet it was there. So, call it what you will, a tactic, a trick, a scheme, or, or just normal. A trap, says Scaly Back, or just normal. No, Scooby, I didn't say just now. I said, when it was live, I said, why would you do this? I even, I even said to skip the research event. So a lot of people did it. I get it. I'm not, and, and you know what? Cool. I, I'm fine with that. I got no problem that you did it. You've got 20 Tomalock shards. All right? But I personally felt like it was a terrible investment of my research. I wanted to go for Sela. Of course, I also said <laughs> that I planned... I planned... Uh, I don't have any guns, Bubba Joe. So I had planned a ton of research. I planned a ton of research. All right? For the Sela auction. And now... Damn it. <laughs> okay. Damn it. I had planned on doing all my power for Sela. Now that that's gotten thrown so, out the window. So I think that the and I I heard you say it and, and I and I listened and and ignored it. Um the the research event <laughs> didn't bother me. The alliance power event bothered me because everyone was saving up power and yes you, you probably spent probably around 150,000 power in research either by doing the 25 or by doing one of the primes, right, that you could get. So either way, um, and I, I did one of the primes. Of course, for me, it wasn't a big deal but because I already have access to G5. But I, if I hadn't, if it had been G6 or something, I would have been happy to get a pack to complete one of the primes to get 20 shards. You know, it's all about what you think well, you're getting as a return on absolutely. your investment, right? Absolutely. And that's what players came out of. I mean, a lot of players came back at me on that, Bubba. Oh, you said we couldn't do it. I did it. I did it. I, I bet hundreds, hundreds of players came back and did it. All right? Me, personally, I did not find value in Tomalock. Now, maybe I should not have recommended based on my interpretive value of that officer, but that is kind of what we do here. All right? I interpret... I make recommendations, but at the same time, as Bubba Joe just said, you're completely free to ignore them. <laughs> completely free to ignore them. All right? And a lot of players did. All right? That's completely fine. I did not. I don't know why 25 researches was worth 20 Tomalock shards. It was not to me. All right? That being said, you're right. There's booby traps all over the place. There's booby traps everywhere. Uh, directives events. All right, and you as players have got to recognize when is an appropriate time to spend 
the these things. You know, we've talked a lot over the last 45 days, Bubba Joe, about spending when it, when it pays you. And I'm not wanting to revisit that, but maybe add a bullet point, right? Not only spend when it pays you, but maybe also prioritize those, those events. When you look at a calendar, all right, I can say, hey, listen, I want to put my power into Sela, but then war prep comes out. Well, should I complete that? Do I have to complete that? We have always had completionist attitudes, especially me, especially Bubba Joe. I'm sure it killed big country. I'm sure it literally killed him to skip out on that AMS. We don't skip events. We don't. I'm sure it destroyed his heart. But it was, it was smoke and mirrors. It was a landmine. It was an opportunity for you to spend power where it might not have been the better place to spend power. That being said, directives events are no different, folks. Armada events are no different. Recognize the ones where you should be using uncommons. Recognize the ones where you can spend a rare or two. All right. For example, uh, let's see. We talked about uh, we talked about that there were no more directives events for Barrett. Right. So let's let's move forward now to what's coming throughout the rest of the month. All right. There was the forty-eight hour uh, Armada directive event for Borg Barrett. Now there is good news here for players. There's two more weekends of Borg Barrett metas, both of which these weekends will include material spend. It's called resource deployment. Resource deployment. That's going to come on weekend number two and weekend number three. I'll get to betrayal in a second. Sorry, I know I skipped over that. I'll do betrayal in a minute. Resource deployment for Borg Barrett meta is coming out in weekends two and three, in which you will be able to spend G3 or higher uncommon materials or spend materials and directives, Bubba Joe. Now, everybody, very quickly, based on you, based on you, there is no right answer here, okay? Tell me in the chat, will you do that event with materials or will you do it with directives? Karkin, what about you? You going to do it with materials or directives? I feel I'm able to do that with materials. I want to do it with materials. I think we're all going to have to look at the milestone, right? Everybody who's saying materials, that's, let, me, let me say that's what probably what we want to do. Look at Hero. He says, I'm actually planning on using directives. Okay. I'm planning on using directives. Guess what, Hero? That's awesome. And if you have the directives to use, then then even better. This is where you guys have got to be careful with the feedback, whoever that is. You guys have to look at your inventory. You guys look at your inventory and decide if you're even chasing Barrett. Look, Haddock says, I'm saving both. Saving directives and saving mats, I'm skipping the event. JD7 says, I'm skipping it. Okay, if you are not chasing Borg Barrett, then the decision is even easier. And, and that's what I do love about this meta. All right, you could have skipped the auction, but now we know based on October, Bubba Joe, that you're going to have to save up for a little while with the materials. Although it's definitely better this month than it has been, especially for like, I think 37 plus. Maybe 38 plus. I think that was where the big jump was. All right. 
So uh, materials and resources this month have been great, which we'll, we'll come back to. We'll circle back around to that in a minute. But it's still not enough to do everything in one month, Bubba Joe. So you could choose to take a time out. We said this in October. Don't be ashamed to skip out on an officer. Absolutely don't be ashamed. If you need to skip a month so that you can be better prepared for next month, abso-freaking-lutely. Svannon says, I'm skipping Sela. Absolutely. Good. All right. Do what is best for you. Now, simply because there are two material spends. Listen, I might end up using directives. I don't think I'm going to have to. I think I'm sufficiently prepared, but we'll yep. see. We'll see when the milestones come out. You're right, Aardvark. You got to pick uh, and choose your battles. Thing, though, Go that. ahead, be ready. Go ahead, be ready. Well, what I was planning to say was, for 40 plus, directives don't work. You cannot actually get your milestones done with directives. It's only workable for below that. Well, we did feedback. I requested uh, a rebalance of the directive points. We talked about that in October. Like, that it was way more worth it for 39 and down with the directives. I did ask for them to re-examine that. I don't know if they had time. We'll see. Okay, but I did ask. Uh, I asked for them to, to, re, you know, to rebalance that. Because you're right. Previously, directives meant nothing for 40-plus. All right. Um, like, when you need 1.7 million points. And you get 20,000. You're daggone right. Yeah, yeah. you got, you got 20,000 points off a of rare armada, but you needed a million points. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I asked for that to be, to be looked at. Okay. Uh, that said, players need to be looking at what's better for them if they plan on participating at all. And you need to be aware of landmines. I'm going to start calling them that now, Handy. Be aware of landmines. For example, folks, look in your calendar. Starting Tuesday, there is a 48-hour solo milestone and a solo leaderboard for damaging armadas or spending directives. By the way, it's just a standalone event. And it's in your news center. It's called Armada Hunt. All right? And it's scheduled for the 16th of the month. And by the way, it runs a second time too. It runs also a week later on the 23rd. Now, if this is not part of the Battle Pass, Handy, and it's not part of Sela, it's not part of Conquest, and it's not part of Barrett. It is simply an armada hunt. 48-hour solo milestone leaderboard. 16th and 17th. Score by damaging Fed, Klingon, and Romulan armadas. By the way, no neutrals are listed there. We'll have to see the event. So don't be going and starting armadas in Nicosa, folks. This is where reading comes in. Score by damaging Fed, Klingon, and Romulan armadas. Also score by spending rare and epic armada directives. Now, players, is it a wise use of rare or epic directives to use in this event if there is also a damage armada mechanic v ready let me ask absolutely you absolutely not oh, handy answered he said i can't wait i'm bursting at the seams to say don't spend <laughs> your directives here people don't spend your directives but just don't spend rare and epic well yeah you got to spend on commons all right let's take a look at today's ticketed event Here's another little landmine for you. Today's ticketed event, War Preparation Mutual Aid. You could send 500 Alliance Helps. <laughs> 500 Alliance Helps. <clears throat> you can start one epic, Bubba Joe. 
you could start three rares handy, or you could start five uncommons, V-Ready. Or you could contribute 50 times. Or, uh, yeah, or you can contribute 50 times to your alliance. Hmm. That's what I did. That's what I did. Oh, I can't afford to do that. <laughs> did you guys I really? Well. Good God. You guys are really generous people. Sorry, Big. I'm. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't cost that much platinum, to be honest. I'm way too broke for that. <laughs> way too broke. You know what? Let me look. We've changed levels a couple you, times. You want to hear something sickening? Yeah. All right. So. It's cheaper than a Marvel game. The Admiral of Nona, Anko. He. Uh, let me bring it up so I can be accurate. We just. Oh, I just clicked over. Uh. He went from level 40 alliance to level 41, basically solo almost. Maybe I should. Was like, was like I what? Like I just over did, 10 million AP? I just did, did the math. Um, wow, 10 million. So you guys are even higher. See, we're level 38. We need 7.2 million alliance points to get to the next level. Um, 340 latinum is what it cost me for one contribution. So I just did the math. That would be 17,000 latinum. 17,000 I mean, latinum. You, could, you, you don't have to use latinum. You can use, the, you can use resources. You're getting a boatload of resources this, this month as well. All right. Let me also tell you. Uh, That's so inefficient, though. Nobody uses resources unless you're super low level. Well, it would cost me. I actually did. I actually did titanium today. I just dumped 50 million. I mean, 50 million right, titanium guys. is actually nothing. That's fine. All right, 17,000 latinum, I agree, is not terrible. But let me – my alliance is a little bit higher level than some others. For example, it would cost me 9.7 billion steel. 9.7 billion steel if I did 50 donations. 9.7 billion. That, I can't afford to give up 9.7 billion steel. Uh, conversely – it would cost me uh, times 50, 700, I don't even have this much, by the way, 727 million latinum, or uh, sorry, uh, dilithium. 727 million dilithium. I can't do that either. Okay, can't do that either. So latinum I could do, and I probably should. It'd probably be good for the alliance. Uh, or I can go run five uncommons. Guess what? We're talking about comparing 17,000 latinum or 9.7 billion steel to three rare directives. You guys catching the, the value uh, comparison here? You guys getting it? Resurrection Hunter says do 50 helps. No, it's 500. Well, the directives 500. are incredibly valuable to Scopely. They, they put a very high price on Armada directives. You got it. And why you, you can understand not... that you only get you only get ten every other day. You literally get maybe maybe two hundred in a month if you're lucky. Agreed. But that is what tells you how much they value it. It's I absolutely agree. Which is why you should not run these without looking at your calendar and figuring out the best place for you to spend it. All right, you you just have to. You just have to. In this last event. And this last event, uh, where you needed 75,000 points, if you had done just one rare V-Ready, all right, that would have taken 20,000 points out of it, 
and then you would have only needed to have played in 36 more. Now, that's still a lot, all right? But it's better than 50, and it's better than 75, okay? So, got to be real, real careful with your use of these currencies. So, don't fall for the smoke and mirrors, folks. When an Armada event comes up Tuesday and gives you an option to complete it with rare and epic spend, please, please think about it carefully. Um, <clears throat> also, coming up on Wednesday, let's get back into the conquest. I know I'm meant to do it, and I'm sorry. Romulan and Klingon conquest. I started on this, and then we, we, we ran off the rails. Romulan and Klingon Conquest is going on, or, or went on this past week, and today you got your Betrayal event. Now, the idea of this event, Betrayal, was for you to switch teams. For example, I played on the Romulan team. Handy played on the Romulan team as well. Bubba was on the Klingon team, I think you said earlier. Ripper was on the Klingon team. Long story short, we had a set of objectives this past week, all right, and they told us that we would have an opportunity to change teams, Bubba Joe, which is new and kind of cool. All right? The opportunity to change teams. We haven't been able to do that before. And some players may want to for the purposes of rep. Some players may not want to because they're already on the, the right rep. Okay? They're already hitting the ones that they want to hit. For example, I'm on Romulan Conquest, which means I want to hit Klingons. Technically, as far as my rep grind goes, Bubba Joe, I'm on the right team. But there was one other thing that I missed on the day of the event, uh, or the day when we were doing our event got handy, that made itself a little bit more apparent to me now. What is the primary resource and material for Romulan? Bubba Joe? Ripper? Trucker Chick? Or. Or. It's or. Okay. And what goes with ore as far as a resource? Steel. Steel. That's right. Ore and steel is what the Romulan event paid. And by the way, it paid that's, good. It paid yeah, that's good. That's the rank. Okay. That's just for the rank um, event, though. That's yeah. just for the rank event, the Armada rank event, yes. Which also went, like, really deep. It went like 50 players deep for your bracket. The brackets were tight. Yeah. It was, it was a good event. Yeah. It was a good event. And, and, uh, and it, I don't think that uh, even the SMSs, I think paid a lot of steel, uh, paid or did they, did they jump around? I don't think that they jumped around a whole lot. So wait, so wait, so you're saying no, the... paid or a paid steel and the other one paid Tritanium? <gasps> what? Handy. Did you say you had the Klingon conquest? Was that yours, or did you say you were on that's Romulan? Correct. That's correct. I had Klingon Conquest. And so what now was I'm your payout? What was your uh, payout, my friend? It was partial. No, it right? wasn't. No. It wasn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you did. All, all right, right let's, let, let, That's okay. That's all right. Let's take a look at all of them here, okay? Real quick. We're just going to really quick summarize these and, and just know that this is a component. All right, this was a component. For example, let's take a look at, here we go, Romulan Conquest SLB. Started on November 10th, ran through the 13th. So I'm going to back up to the 10th. All right, back up to the 10th. And here we go. All right, so the first one that we got was Hunt the Klingons or Hunt the Romulans. It was an SMS for hostile killing. All right, by the way, if you played in... Romulan, uh, if you played in the Romulan Conquest, then you had Hunt the Klingons. It paid 
steel, and ore. Okay, really good values for steel and ore. If you played in Klingon Conquest, you were killing the Romulans. And I'm trying to get that loaded right now. Here we go. And it paid Klingon Conquest. Come on now. Come on, load. It's not loading, Ripper. Why is it not loading? Refresh. There we go. All right, load 41. Why is it not loading? Oh, because that's not even the right event. I'm so stupid. Hang on. I posted the link in the chat. <laughs> oh, now, if, if you don't choose Betrayal today, though, then that means... You'll get it again. Whatever, what, it. whatever one you so were in. In other words, you're not getting the faction points today. If you just don't join it at all. If you don't join Betrayal at all, then you will automatically go back into the one that you had. Now, Wham says, what if you got both? Well, you... You got both today. Now, guys, you're jumping ahead. Please stand by. Oculi, hang on. Wham. Okay. I'll get there. Yeah, hang on. All right. If you started in Romulan or Klingon Conquest, then uh, this is this is what happened. And I'm looking for the Klingon one now here. Let me filter it down. I was looking at the wrong event. Klingon. Here we go. Klingon Conquest SMS. Where's the 24-hour? So oh, here it is. Why? That's Hunt the Klingons. Where's both Hunt? links. Where's Hunt the Romulans? Oh, I'm an idiot. Hunt the Romulans is what it was called. Hunt the Romulans. Here we go. Hunt the Romulans. SMS. All right. And, oh, it also paid steel. Okay. That's cool. Uh, uh, then yeah. we look. DJ, DJ, the two links, the two links that I posted I can't are for the SLBs, links. which is what you're talking about. All right. I can't click links because I'm, I'm on a different machine. Oh, okay. Everybody else right, can. Sorry. All right. The links are in there. And throw them in the graphics room. That way players can compare, yeah. all right? Throw the throw the uh, solo leaderboard in there, too, if you'd like, all right? Because the solo leaderboard... Those are the solo leaderboards that I'm mentioning. The solo yeah. leaderboards were different handy, all right? Because I did actually get... Um, I had Romulan Conquest solo leaderboard, so I got raw, I got steel and ore in my leaderboard, and you're saying you got crystal and trite. Is that correct? Let me check. Uh, yes. I think so. Playing on Conquest, solo leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. There's so many events I'm trying to have. Yeah, I know. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so, yes, it was Crystal and Trite. Okay. So, there's an extra piece to this betrayal now. Maybe I do want Crystal and Trite, so maybe I should betray the Romulans and go play for the Klingons. All right? Even though it might not make sense for my reputation. So, here's how I'm going to do that, folks. If I played in either Conquest, then today... In your game, you're going to see another event inside that same folder called Betrayal. Okay? You're going to go and do it. If you want to change teams, you're going to go and do it. And once you finish that milestone, a gift chest will appear in your gifts section. All right? That chest will give you what's called a Romulan or a Klingon offensive token. And where you can find it is in the other tab of your inventory at the very bottom. Actually, not offensive. Conquest, all right? Conquest Romulan or Conquest Klingon token. And by the way, you got a few faction credits along the way. Everything is grand and swell. So if you played in Romulan Conquest, I went and hit Romulans today. I claimed my gift chest and now I have a Conquest Klingon token. By having that token in my inventory, 
it will enter me into the Klingon Conquest event the next time it runs. Now, here's the kicker. Here's where I think there was probably a small breakdown in this event today. All right? Because once it entered me into Klingon Conquest, Bubba Joe, what do you think happened? Ah, the Klingon Betrayal event (laughs) popped for me. (laughs) Wham, what if you got two tokens? You won't, actually. And we did this on camera, and I kind of screwed myself. All right? You can do the Betrayal event. Claim the token. But then it's going... Hang on. Be ready. God bless it. I'm in the middle of a sentence. Then it's going to pop the other faction's conquest event. Now, if you decided, ooh, I'm going to go ahead and get two factions worth of faction credits, you can do that. Here's where you pause, folks. Here's where you pause. Go ahead and do it. Join it. Do it. Finish the second milestone. But do not claim the gift chest until you decide what you want to do. Because once you do the first betrayal, once you do the first, hang on, Wham, just one second. Once you do the first betrayal, you're going to have the opposite betrayal token in your inventory. And that will enter you in the opposite one. So, for example, me, Handy, I was in Romulan Conquest. If I had done the betrayal event, claimed the token, then it's going to enter me into Klingon Betrayal and the Klingon Conquest. So if I had stopped right there, I would get Crystal and Tritanium, but I would also be hunting Romulans for the next Conquest event. Now, if I take it one step further handy and I go ahead and do the Klingon Betrayal event, I can get the the faction credits for today, but then it's going to pop another gift chest with another token. Two choices here, folks. If you don't claim that token, then you have successfully betrayed your team and you will enter the other team's betrayal or the other team's conquest event when it runs this Wednesday. However, if you claim that second token, it wipes out the first. It literally replaces it. And we did this on camera live and showed you. Okay? If you want to stay on the same team that you are on right now, do both events, claim both tokens, and you're going to be left with the original token. Because I started, I got the Klingon token, and I should have stopped there, Handy. But I didn't. For science, I wanted to show you guys what it would do, and I cost myself two billion Tritanium. (laughs) I'm having trouble following you. To be totally honest, it, so it's it's. Stupid. I've got this event. I've only got one. Okay. I, I no lo- I it just says betray. But which so one? I you were this, you I were do... in Klingon. So what it, what yeah, event do you have Kling- now? I I was killing Klingons. Uh, now I have my um my Romulan conquest popped up today, mm-hmm. and it says Romulan betrayal. So I if I do this event. If you do Romulan Betrayal now, which is fine, you can kill the hostiles and get the faction credits, but don't claim the gift chest. Okay? Well, honestly, I'm thinking of just skipping it because I don't want to kill Romulans. No, okay. but I mean, I would. I no, would but say you get you it. get the faction credits out of it. 
I don't know. I would them. say do it, but just don't switch. I would say do it, but don't switch. Hang well, on, guys. Can I, can I boil this down for a second? All right, sure. go ahead. If you're happy with who you were killing the first time you run it, do the betrayal, restart your app, and do the second betrayal. You will stay on the same side as you were in the first run. If you want to change sides, do the betrayal, collect the token, restart your app, do the second betrayal, do not collect your token, and exactly. you will go to the other side. Didn't I just say that? <laughs> yes, I know, but sometimes hearing it from a motherly voice makes it easier to understand. <laughs> I'm so confused, but I'm just confused, person, so I'll just leave it at that. You don't want to stay? Okay. You, okay. You stop, stop. stop. Be ready, be ready. No, no, I'm, shush. Handy. <laughs> just to stop, okay? Truck and Check said it absolutely perfectly, Handy. Do so if you were in Klingon betrayal, which you were, then today they're gonna ask you if you haven't done anything, they're gonna ask you to kill Klingons. Okay. No, I, I I'm following in theory. I'm just it's different than what we've seen before. Oh, it's, it's totally just, different. I actually think it's bugged. I don't think I don't think we were supposed to like once you did one one betrayal, it entered you into the other betrayal, but I think that actually wasn't supposed to happen. Like it enters almost like the second one to do both, and that's it. Like we were supposed to do Romulan betrayal, and then whoever had Klingon betrayal the first time, you know, would have Romulan the second, and whoever had Romulan first would have Klingon second. Exactly how they designed it. Uh, One thousand percent. But what they didn't take into account is that it immediately entered us into the other team's conquest, and what did that do? It gave us that team's betrayal. So it allowed right. us to come back and do it again, which I don't even know how they correct that, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I'm sure there's a way to do it. but I Maybe it was set in so that they could, if you accidentally switched, you could go back to the team that you oh, no. originally wanted to be guaranteed on. Guaranteed this was not intended. Like, guaranteed this was <laughs> not intended. Uh, because they even told us, if you don't want to change teams, don't do the betrayal event. Okay? Um, so, long which, story short. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just not going to do it, and I'll... If you don't care about the faction credits, then don't worry about it. But, you know, I like faction credits. So, uh, okay. It's not enough for me to care. James T. Kirk says, don't call it by name. <laughs> yeah, tell us what you're hunting. It'd be less confusing. Okay. So if you were on the Romulan team, then Betrayal, which is the name, is going to make you hit Romulans. You can do that, and then you claim your, your token. But once you do that, the game is actually going to give you an extra event that probably wasn't intended that's going to let you go back and hit Klingons again. And if you do that, it's going to put you back on the Klingon team for the next run. All right? So if you'd rather have the Tritanium and the Crystal, you need to be playing on Team Klingon. I had every intention of switching, Bubba Joe. I was on Team Romulan. I was going to switch. But for science, I completed and claimed both tokens. And when that happened... The, uh, the most recent token that I obtained is the one that replaced the other token in my inventory. So it didn't let me hold two, as Wham was saying. You can get two tokens. You actually cannot. All right. It replaced that token. All right. It replaced that token. So I now have a Romulan token, which means I'm going to be entered back into the Romulan event, thus giving up all my crystal and tritanium. <laughs> Yay. All right. Bennett says, ask Scopely to put me in the other one since I was doing a demonstration. I mean, I could, but you know what? I really hate 
because even earlier someone made some smart alecky comment about how Scopely gives me all my all my officer XP. I got like sixty million. So many players have way more, and we haven't spent it since uh, TNG Arc Two. But you know, everything in my account is given to me for free. So you know, I don't like to ask Scopely for stuff because then I, I have get, that, I get those accusations. I get those. No, people don't seem to get. You can just grind officer XP. Oh yeah, I have you not get a ton. A single. I have not bought a single officer pack in literally. I haven't I think for a I while either. One two and a half years ago. I bought one two and a half years ago, and I have two hundred eighty million. You just grind it. <laughs> I don't understand what people cry about it. DJ twenty seven says sixty million is a starter account. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I uh, I appreciate that. Uh, next time you guys jump on somebody who talks about all the free stuff, I get. Because, uh, yeah, 60, that's what he was talking about, 60 million officer XP. I'm here to tell you that uh, what Bubba Joe, 60 million does one epic officer from level 20 to 30. I think it does two from level 20 to 30. It does two. Yeah, it's 25 million for level 20 to 30, right? Uh, yes, it's, yeah. 25, it's 25 million for the tier up and then all the XP. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, that's, that's two officers worth. It's not exactly a bunch. Uh, go find Tygo Core. Thank me later. All right. <laughs> so there's Conquest. Sorry if I confuse people about it. Sorry if I confuse. But but it, it's certainly not working exactly right. And really, truthfully, somebody said it's a player beneficial bug. Maybe. It's worth 1,700 faction credits. All right. That's what's in it. If, at my level, and it might be less or more for other people, but that's what it's worth. 1,700 faction credits. I would not have traded 1,700 faction credits for 2 billion Tritanium. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. All right, for science. All right. Uh, let me saying two billion titanium. Where is where is the two billion titanium? Well, I picked up nine billion steel this week. So, and players that were on the Klingon side uh, were telling me about how much titanium they picked up. Hang on one second. If I look only in the leaderboard, though, it yeah. only in the leaderboard, the... not on the SMS. I get that. Yeah. The, like... S the SMSs are all the same, no matter what side you pick. And those are where you're getting the, the millions and the billions of, of so you're tokens and, saying, and steel. Uh, so you the steel was the same game. all the way across? Yes. It's the solo leaderboards that, are, like, for rank one, those are only ranked. is different. That's where the difference is. It's just the solo leaderboard. Rank one in 20, 20, um, for the Tritanium is only about not even half a billion. So Jerry Ryan got a billion trite, not two billion. Okay. I, I, no, I'm not sure, K21. I just... I thought the entire event was written, uh, was written around it. And who knows? Maybe the entire event's written around Trite this time, Handy. I mean, last time it was Steel and Ore. Could be Steel and Ore again. I don't know. But maybe they do Trite and Crystal this time. I don't know. I don't know what they do. Um, but the solo leaderboard did pay uh, separately. And uh, I finished in fifth place in the Romulan Conquest. So assuming I could do that again, it's still worth a quarter billion Tritanium. $250 million. So... I would like 250 million Tritanium, please. And I would like a lot of Crystal, please. That would be great. Uh, so there's Conquest, all right? Uh, couple of things. I'm sure you guys figured this out, um, but tickets for the ticketed events, we got nine days. There's only 30 in the Battle Pass. They came back and told us that was because after the Battle Pass was designed, they came to the Player Advisory Panel and asked them if they wanted more, and the player advisory panel responded with yes, but the battle pass had already been designed. 
So they were going to have to do gift chests for some of the tickets this month. So you've got tickets in milestone, what was it, four? And 20 tickets in milestone 12. That's a total of 30 tickets in the battle pass. Um, but to keep with their one free event for, uh, for ticket a day, they would need 60 more uh, rippers. So they uh, had made plans to run a gift chest with 10 free tickets every Saturday and Sunday this month. So just be aware of that. And you will end up getting more tickets uh, like per day. Like, you know, rolling in the next Friday, you're actually probably going to have 20 tickets. So if you spend both tickets, that's completely fine, but don't fuss later that you didn't get them. There's 30 in the battle pass. They're doing 60 uh, in gift chest, and that is the total of 90, but it is a little bit uh, a little bit discombobulated. But I, I certainly like the outcome, Bubba Joe. That was, you know, obviously six more days of ticketed events than, you know, and that's 18 more events you know, with, with arguably pretty daggone good payout. So whoever uh, decided that it was an option, I'm glad for that. And I will overlook the battle pass versus gift chest uh, combination there if it means getting more ticketed events. So I'm cool with that. Bubba Joe? It, it doesn't – I mean, as long as they're still giving out one. I mean, that was the precedent they've said. That's what they've decided. Uh, as long as they're giving out one ticketed event day, that's I think that's all that the players really care about. And I And as long as they're making that right, which they are – then I think players should be happy. We do say that that's all players care about, but remember when we gave three ticketed, three, 30 tickets all at once, then players went bananas. <laughs> all right? So just be aware. I'm telling you, you can tell your players, tell your team, there's 60 coming from gift chests, and those gift chests will drop on Saturdays and Sundays, and the 30 in the battle pass, you could essentially say, were for the Fridays. Uh, which were the only runs of tickets, and then Scopely offered more, and the player advisory panel said, yes, please. All right, so uh, that's uh, that's what they did. Okay? Uh, also, let's... you don't... Um, uh, you do, uh, nobody seemed to have spoken about the fact that there's been a lot more resources this month. We have talked about it but, it, but but you're right. It's just gargantuan. Um, It, it is gargantuan, yeah. and I feel like it is... I feel like it is a conscious effort towards doing what they did in G5 for the G4 community because that resource and material dump really does kind of kick up at Ops 38, okay? Uh, I don't think it was... It wasn't material, though. It's mostly resources. Material has not gone up that much. Yeah, yeah, but it's not... I don't think it was as pronounced for 37 and down. Like, here, let me pull up this other event, and I'll take a look at it real quick. For 30... What is this? Klingon Offensive. Oh, that was the PvP event. Well, I could look at that one. Oh, hey, by the way, no, we, we weren't 100% right. Look, the PvP event did give Crystal and Tritanium for Klingons, by the way. Let me look at the Romulan Offensive. Yeah, it's the same. Oh, it was Crystal and Trite too? Okay, well, yeah. ignore me then. Yeah. <laughs> ignore me then. All right, fine. Um, Sorry, did someone say something? But nonetheless, uh, hang on, Steven. <laughs> the hostile event for Armadas, that was Milestone, and we said that it started at 38, which looks about right. That's where they started getting the 1 billion token, which obviously was the huge piece of that injection. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Steven's there. 
Oh, no, no, you're just saying to ignore you. So I was just saying, sorry, did someone say something? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the wrong it, And it has been. It's a lot of events to keep up with, which I love. Yes, By the way, totally. uh, very quickly, before we go into our final break, I've got a couple more things to give you. But in our polling station room, we did ask the other day if players liked Friday. Friday, folks, there were 10 individual unique events. All right. Uh, it was one of the busiest days. In Star Trek Fleet Command history, writes Ultimate DJs. Personally, I had a blast, but it definitely could have been overwhelming for a lot of players. Obviously, I don't think anybody could be a fan of this every single day, Ripper. But one or two days a month on a very heavy event blitz, I think I kind of liked it. Do you want to see this type of heavy event day again? Uh, Sound off. And Scopely is watching that poll as well. That poll is closed. Not as many people... Um, well, I guess, yeah, actually a lot of people voted in that one. Let's see what the results were. Uh, 687 players voted saying that they loved it. 239 voted against it. Uh, giving it again, Bubba Joe, about that two-thirds to one-third split. Again, I guess looking like, uh, looking like a landslide. 67-33. Let's do, let's do the actual math on that. Plus two. Nine, you know, we are getting closer to what I want. 73%. 73% of players loved the heavy event day blitz. You guys sound off in the chat. Scooby says, I loved Friday. It was amazing. Mr. Wegg says, took almost a full five hours, but I was super happy with it. Scooby says, not every single day, but I would definitely like more days like this. Short says, I want it every day. <laughs> I don't think I could do it every day. Resurrection Hunter says absolutely yes. DJ no, Gers- also- <laughs> Yes, be ready. Can I add one thing about this? You're part killing of me the, today, son. Uh, yes, please go ahead. No, people. Yeah, I get it's a blitz event. They've given a lot of events. If people don't want to finish it, they don't have to. But it actually helps people who are willing to put in the time. So they should do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. I mean, don't cry about it because you can't finish all the event. But if people want to put in the time to finish it, give it to them. I don't know that it's that people don't want to put in the time. It might be, you know, like their job doesn't let them play at work like mine does. Uh, or or that they yeah, physically could Choose what you want to do then. Well, but Choose what you want to do then. I mean, if... if no, I get it. But like, listen, not everybody plays like you. Not everybody plays like you, V-Ready. All right, maybe maybe it's not about having the time at all. Maybe it's that they didn't want to spend five hours in a mobile game. And Hani, go ahead with your comments. Yeah, no, it is. It is about the time and the day of the week here in the United States. It was you know, I'm going to say East Coast, twelve noon. It started on a Friday, and work people. Some of us work until five six at night. On the West Coast, it started at 9 a.m. in the morning on a Friday. But, so, listen, Devil's Advocate here says that you only lost six or maybe eight or nine of your event hours. You could have done it Saturday morning or you could have done it late Friday night. I mean, just Devil's Advocate. I'm not saying yeah. yay or nay. I'm just saying, Look, like, gonna, you know. I'm going to respond to that and say, you're married. I'm married. Friday night's about family. You know, we go out to dinner. We do things. So there's got to be, you know, it's date night for it's traditionally a date night as well. So mm-hmm. even in, in Europe, we're a lot. Or another point for single people. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I know, you listen, in all fairness, 
if Mrs. DJs came and said she wanted to go on a date, I probably wouldn't have finished the event either. Priorities, people. Okay? Date night happens like three times a year. Okay? You know, like, if it just so happened to fall on a heavy event day, sorry. Okay? I'm going to go buy a bottle of wine. Three times a year? I'm going to go get a bottle of wine, and I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. Okay? <laughs> I, like, seriously. Yeah, exactly. I just, just priorities. Gonna try. Yeah, priorities. Okay? Uh, and I, I, I obviously... It's options. It's options <laughs> I would have been disappointed. It gives you the option. It gives you the option. I know. Okay, some 21. people don't want to do it. Or some people <laughs> can't do it. It's fair enough, but if some people want to actually do it, it has the, it gives them the option to actually do it. Yeah. But the other side of that, and and this is going to help me one fit my thought here, is that the Aquani is again about balancing resources, time, and everything. You have to start weighing, and you and you literally almost needed to build a chart, so to speak, of what each event needed you to do to see if you had any overlap. That's exactly, you're exactly right. As a matter of fact, I did that and posted it in a Talking Trek announcement, trying to give players a, a somewhat of a roadmap to Friday, and then they pulled the rug out from under me. I think, uh, if I'm being super honest with you, Bubba Joe, I think they did it on purpose. I think they shuffled but Crystal all- so that there was no overlap. All right, I, I think that but it was... there were three hostile events. There were three hostile events. One Basically, you kill hostiles, you finish three events. Well, that's fine. So they didn't want mining overlap. I mean, whatever. Whatever the case may have been, uh, I, I think that they shuffled that so that there was a little you know, less overlap than maybe what had actually ended up coming out because they could have done the Barrett mining event uh, with, uh, well, I guess there would, have, there would have not been any worry about the overlap because you know, that would have been done with any material and but they advertised Crystal, and then it, then it didn't pop Crystal. So, like the rest of the galaxy, I was on Crystal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I was with Crystal on the on the like with the rest of the galaxy. So then I had to actually spend a little bit more time. Uh, but but nonetheless, I, I thought it was good. I really really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a good fun day. I had a lot of fun that day because uh, it was busy. And for you know, it wasn't just click click blindly. I had to actually you know work up a roadmap and and think about what I needed to be able to do. So I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, anyway, let me see if I got anything more on events very quickly, because uh, we've got to take DJ, our final break. DJ, again, Go ahead, Rip. We, we still have to launch every single event in a single day. We have to make it happen. I do. You know, they're getting closer. I mean, 10 events in one day, you know, that was very busy. And then, uh, you know, I think, I mean, every, every event would, I mean, it would crash. It, there's no way it wouldn't crash. There's no way it wouldn't crash. But we can keep pushing them to see what the limit is. Maybe, maybe next month I'll try to get them to do like 15 events in one day. I thought it was really good. Guys, don't forget the Armada Hunt's coming up uh, on Tuesday. We talked about being wise with your directives there. Uh, starting tomorrow, Disappearing Act. So hopefully you guys uh, have been uh, using your Tetrions wisely, although it is a 72-hour event. should be much easier for people to complete. Uh, but also, uh, V-Ready and Bubba Joe, much to your dismay, there is a Cloak and Dagger hunt on Monday and Wednesday. Those were the ones that you really didn't like. Uh, those were the hostile hunts, essentially. Cloak and Dagger coming up Monday. Uh, Disappearing Act Monday, uh, Cloak and Dagger on Wednesday, and another 24-hour ISO rush on Tuesday. So it is going to be a busy start to the week. If I'm, if I'm summarizing here, here's what you got. On Monday, Disappearing Act, Cloak and Dagger, and Sela. On Tuesday, uh, you've got an Armada hunt that begins 
and an Iso Rush and a Tal Shiar Purge, which is killing Romulans. Then on Wednesday, you have another day of Cloak and Dagger and you begin Conquest. That's right. And then on Thursday, you begin weekend number two of Borg Barrett. So busy week, navigate it carefully, right out of Day Planner if you want to. All right, that's what's coming with your event mechanics this week. Coming up right after the break, uh, we are going to get ready to wrap up. We'll give you an opportunity to win a prize and uh, see, yeah, that's right, Conquest, Con. All right, um, uh, we'll uh, come right back as soon as we get ready to wrap up here. Uh, yeah, Mark, can't, you know what, hang, hang, hold on to your question. Hold your question okay. for right after the break. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, get to Captain Mark, and uh, we'll get ready to wrap up the show and make somebody a winner right here on the stage of Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from One Calorie Fresco, the diet soft drink made from plaster. It's the rom-com that's eating the competition. Introducing Love Handles Actually. Oh. I gotta go on this date, but none of my clothes fit. A year of lockdowns have left people hungry for romance, but many are still playing a waiting game. Ugh, I gotta hit the gym and lose 20 pounds, stat. But they find love with so much on their plate. I can't believe how friggin' fat I got. Pass the chips. Or would they ditch the soulmate and get some soul food? Hi, I'll have the fried mac and cheese on a stick. Love handles actually. Now playing in theaters and coming soon to an all-you-can-eat buffet near you. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. I don't got no friends. I just got family. David Guetta, BB Rexa. And the song is called Family. Thank you for playing us back in. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys for being in our studio audience today and for listening across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys all being here as we get ready to wrap up. Uh, Right before the break, Captain Mark says, y'all listen, I need to talk, and uh, shut him down. Mark, (laughs) what do you got for us real quick as we get ready to wrap up the show today? I've only got one other thing that I kind of really wanted to talk about tonight. Maybe you're reading my mind. I have no idea. Captain Mark, what do you got? I just put something in the uh, chat room there. It's uh, a, Scott, a screenshot of the uh, Klingon betrayal. Um, one of the ways to score says you can spend tokens on ROM officers. And then it says on, underneath it says one ROM credit spent equals 10 points. What? What are, are, is it tokens or is it credits? I mean, what what are they looking for there? Faction What's, credits. What are we spending? Faction credits. It's, it's faction credits? Yeah. It's not wrong on the recruit tokens or anything? No, no, faction credits. There you go, for promotion. Okay. Pretty much that's all they're letting you do. It's faction credits for promotions. Not on ships, okay. not XP. 
I can still keep XP doesn't count for one more day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's faction credits. Uh, there you go. I wasn't clear on that. I just wanted to <clears throat> clarify. And there you go. That's what it is. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, Lord Farquaad said he wanted to talk about... What do you about, want to talk about, DJ? Well, Lord Farquaad wanted to talk about <clears throat> the uh, territory capture event. I kind of just wanted to get uh, a, a barometer check from players on how uh, your territory capture event has been coming along. I don't think, as, as with literally 100% of things related to territory capture, I don't think this one's playing out exactly like Scopely had hoped. Uh, players are abandoning a territory three minutes before uh, their takeover starts, and then they're attacking their own territory <clears throat> and getting offensive points, which is fine um, because literally everybody's going to do the same thing. So, you know, then it's all the same number of points for everybody. It's just a round robin. At that point, mining isogen is the only thing that you're that, that is going to be the tiebreaker. And uh, the reason that that players are doing this, obviously, I guess, because they have a bunch of cores. That's the difference, all right? If you keep the territory and you defend it, you're getting a few points, but you're not having to pay anything. If you drop it, all right, if you drop it, then you do have to spend the isogen and the cores to try to get back to it, all right? So at least you're spending a material, and therefore it's more expensive, and therefore you're getting more points back out of it. Um <laughs> I, Bubba Joe, I, I just I, I was excited for what players could do with this event, but players are not biting. You know, players players are not biting on this mechanic. I kind of feeling bad for the little alliances that are around the big alliances who had finally like managed to get in there and just kind of tuck into a spot who are now like targets for points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If only If only someone could have predicted this before the event launched. Listen, DJ. it's not that nobody didn't predict it. They listen, this has been the norm for an entire year. They they were trying to to take a stab at getting players to move around. And and you know, listen, it's not as though players are not playing in the event. It just didn't require them to move around. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you oh. didn't you didn't have to move. Maybe if they introduced now, by the way, I'm not endorsing this. I'm just saying, what would get players to move? What could make a player move? A cooldown on rejoining the territory? That's, I mean, that's with this event, it becomes obvious that if they want to prevent this style of, of what's happening, then they would have to introduce a cooldown on it, taking DJ's, your own event back. It, but I don't DJ, know if that's a good idea. I'd like to point something out real quick. So the event just started, and, you know, a couple days ago. And a lot of these one-star systems, like if somebody wanted to totally move, if they didn't have a one-star that they could take on their border, they would have to wait till the opportune moment. Just saying. What are you talking about? Well, it's, it's a little over a week, right? So nine days worth. And the system, certain systems only come up on certain days. The event, so you, the event was long enough to get us through two entire weeks of takeover. All right, remember, it didn't start until Tuesday, and it only needs to last through Sunday because uh, – no, Monday, because there's no takeovers on Tuesday. So it wouldn't have been a full 14-day event, so it would have only shown 12 days. All right, it was actually a 13-day event. We talk about this all the time. Uh, because one second into the event, 
it will show 12 days because it always does that. It would have been 12 days, 23 yeah. hours, 59 minutes, 59 seconds. Because there's a day on either end that there's no takeovers. That's right. So there's no takeover right. on that middle Tuesday. So it only had to be a total of 13 days, which it was, because on the day that it launched, it immediately after one second showed that it was 12, 12 days. days. So it, it's yeah. basically two entire cycles handy, and everybody will have two entire weekly cycles of territory capture. So again... It it doesn't disadvantage anybody whose takeover falls on Monday or falls on Wednesday um, because there aren't any on Tuesday. So that doesn't necessarily work. But um, it is, at this point now, going to come down to the alliances that do decide to branch out. Listen, if you just drop and reattack your own territory, you're still not going to win this event, most likely. There's probably an alliance on your server that is going to at least try to take somebody else's territory uh, to try to get the extra points. And then ultimately make them mad because they're going to drop it. <laughs> DJ, it started Friday, not Wednesday. Oh. Okay, either way, there's still two whole cycles if it started Friday. Did it start Friday? Well, no. If you had one on Wednesday or Thursday, you missed that. You uh, only get one. Is that right? Yeah. It's 10 days, yeah. not five. Actually, Ripper, yeah, it, it started we, on Friday and finished on Sunday. Ripper, I thought we would. It was a, a two days pre-warning thing. It says starts in two days. Ripper, I thought we warned them again about that. I thought they said they took that into account. Let me go back and look at the calendar here real quick. Uh, Ripper, I thought they said they took that into account. We warned them about that. We did. Where is it? What's it called? Balance of yeah, Power. Yeah, it goes from... 12. Okay, hang on. I'm looking at the calendar right now. So it's 12. It was 10, it was 10 days when it started. And that was when? Friday. You know what? Friday. They That's right. They missed one day. One day. Yeah. They, they're they going to miss Monday the 22nd. So if you have a Monday takeover, you're at a natural disability. If you've got a Monday takeover, then no. that's it. Because it started... Yeah, because the event runs... <clears throat> you guys got to look at your count. Yes, no, listen... You guys got to look at your calendar. See, this particular arc runner listed the days as the start days. All right, so 12 through 21 means starting on the 12th, and the last event day will be the 21st, which is a Sunday. Event starts on the 21st at noon, which means it'll run until 11.59 on the 22nd, all right, which is Monday. So anybody who has a takeover after noon Eastern on Monday the 22nd will be at a disadvantage because the event will expire on the 22nd at 11.59 a.m. All right, that's where it's yeah. going to run out. So uh, so players so, night, yeah. so players who have a territory scheduled for Monday. DJ Gurr, it wasn't 10 days, okay? I, no, wait. It was. It started on Friday. Yeah, it started on Friday. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. But again, Friday through the following uh, Thursday, and then again, oh, wait, so it's not just Monday. No, it's it's Monday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday? Oh, my God. Yeah, no. And Friday morning. That's correct. Monday, Wednesday, yeah. and Thursdays only get once. Right. Oh, Ripper. We warned them about this. I didn't even I look know. at that. We did. Ripper's, Ripper's my witness. We literally, okay, I got it, DJ Gurr. I, I can't count. We did. We warned them. So, so some alliances just get kind of foobawed. Oh, well, there you go. Dang and it, it also I mean, explains why again, some alliances that means, may have that not moved those, yet. 
is because they haven't had the opportunity to because it just started Friday. Uh, what Ripper? Go ahead. I mean, that kind of forces those particular alliances, I guess, to move maybe. But what's the intention? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. No, that it should, it should have included two full sets of takeovers, but it doesn't. Yeah, I told I told them seven days or fourteen days is what I told them, seven or fourteen days. Yeah, and and they said, oh yeah, we got that. We'll make sure it's fair for everybody. I mean, you could you could remove <laughs> one day, right? If you if you not depending on when you thought it, okay. not really. DJ, there's takeovers on Saturday and Sunday. You'd have to remove three days. Yeah, Baba. I I can fix this event right now if they want to run it again seven or 14 is fine you know whichever way you want to do it but you know how to fix this event right now uh. reset the map before the event I, ripper did i not say that too there was a suggestion but they didn't want to they did not want to i said that too so i i said reset that, the map. that will encourage people to fight over territories they can start somewhere that they wouldn't necessarily normally go after and then they can potentially maneuver into the spots that they want there will be a lot more activity a lot more fighting but that's the only way you're going to force people to move out of the zones that they want Shorts. They announced it way ahead of time. I don't see that would be a problem. Yeah, short says on equal footing. Short says people would, to make people. people would explode if you reset the map. But here's the thing: deep down, people want the map reset. They're not going to move until they have to. And like Handy says, if you give enough notice, uh, deep down in your heart of hearts, everybody wants this. Okay, like they really, really do. Um, Andar says, are they going to return the cores that we spent if they reset the map? They actually have not, I mean, not all of them. Um, but yes, on servers and yes, by the way, it has happened on servers where the map has been reset. Then they gave a pretty generous compensation to the admirals of all alliances to give them back. Uh, and actually it wasn't just a uh, territory alliances. It was every alliance. They gave them a bunch of stuff so that it was even an opportunity for younger alliances, right, Ripper? They mm -hmm. got a bunch of cores, and they got a bunch of Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3 isogens. So a smaller alliance who maybe hasn't had the opportunity to mine a bunch of that you know, alliance currency isogen for Tier 3 to be able to take a Tier 2 or a Tier 3 territory, they gave them a lot of that stuff. It gave them a chance to try. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, Demolition Dude says, we had a reset after the server merge. It was like the good old days. All right. So, Irish, it, you say you pay for buffs, then get kicked off the map. They're not going to do it in the middle of a cycle. If anything, they would probably do it on a Tuesday. All right. Which makes complete sense. Like, and again, plenty of notice. Plenty of notice. But, um, oh, I see what you're saying. If you had a territory, well, if you do it with notice, you'd have to do it with notice, though. I get you, IJ. Because if you took a territory on Saturday and then reactivated it, then you would only get three days. I get that, but also if they gave you a 30-day notice that said, hey, January 1, we're resetting you know, the map, then if you pay for uh, a service on December 31st, that's your own fault. I mean, <laughs> they gave you that much notice, that, that's on you. But I do think that, that there needs to be a reset of the map. Uh, I've been arguing for that for many, many months, but you got to do it right, obviously. And on the servers that they have done it with, then it has worked, Okay. Uh, on the servers that they have done it with, it actually seems to have played out nicely. The compensation was appreciated, and people were able to to get in and, and try again, you know? Uh, Bubba, you were on a merge server, 
they reset your map. How did that play out for y'all? Well, we had a bunch of people that got, you know, I won't, I won't swear, but they got a little upset because they couldn't get their territories back. Um, so it, that, that caused a lot of issues around the server. Uh, but I will say that, you know, fighting for territories was actually fun again. Like there, you know, there were a few co coalitions. There was one, there was, you know, each server kind of had their, you know, server A and server, server 23 was fighting against server 24, but uh, server 24 is better. Um, and so, uh, so a lot of the server 23 alliances didn't get the territories they wanted. And then they got upset and started raising all sorts of heck all over the map. But, um, but they eventually got some zones and, and things calmed down a little bit. But it was we, there was fighting. There was absolutely fighting over territories again, which we haven't seen since the merger. There you go. I, and, and, you know, obviously different servers are going to react to different things politically uh, within a server. But, you know, it was kind of nice being able to go back in and, and tackle territories again. Uh, for some of those players, and and that I think would be the larger point, you know. So yeah, plenty of notice, uh, but yeah, wipe that thing. I, I I have gone so far as to say I suggest a quarterly wipe. Now I've been told that that's too often, uh, so maybe twice a year, maybe even once a year. But yeah, I think there needs to be a wipe. Uh, I I thought every ninety days, but but people don't like that idea. So. <laughs> Christmas Day, Santa Claus comes and takes it away. Yeah. Day. Uh, yeah, There's ahead. another reason why uh, uh, alliances didn't switch. It's because when it was first announced that the switching thing, we had different bonuses in three-star territories. It looked like we were going to get a new one on top of the old one. But if you look after, the, after they were taken on Saturday, they disappear next week to the old ones. So you've only got the new one. Yeah, well, that's what they so said. If you wanted to, yeah, but people were looking at it and thinking, well, there's two here this week and there's two here next week, so we keep the one that we actually want. Oh, so but you got, they you might double. They benefit. might try and change next weekend because they don't have the one they want anymore. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how that plays out. That could be you're getting double, but you're paying dearly for that. Man, the advanced services are expensive. Woo! Yeah, Woo! Very. very expensive. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway. All right. Uh, let's get ready to wrap up there. Uh, anybody else on uh, territory capture? Yeah, Bubba, go ahead. So can, have you, did you, if you did in the YouTube, cause I completely missed that. Can we talk about the, uh, the Borg recruit chest? We didn't talk about it. Um, but we can briefly bring it up guys. Uh, you have started earning currency in that. And, uh, I, uh, I don't even know where it came from, but I had 100 shards, so I went ahead and used it uh, today just because I wanted to kind of see what I could get. Um, so they've got all the Borg miners in there, and I believe, you know, crazy enough, Borg mining officer shards. I don't think they're counting 10 of 10 in that. Or 10 of 11 now, whatever. I think they're only counting um, 3, 4, and 11, I think, um, because... I got two three of ten shards and then also got um, a ten of ten shard. Now, based on that, based on that, I would have to assume that ten of ten was not considered a Borg, minor, uh, Borg mining officer. At least for Why the purposes of that. Because you were guaranteed two epic Borg mining officer shards and three other Borg officer shards. Well, I pulled one so, chest and I got two shards of three of ten, the Tapring officer. 
And then I got one of 10 of 10. So to so bring, the way I re- to the bring way- definitely would not have been Go in ahead. the other category. So the way I read that is you get two guaranteed epic mining officer shards, and then you get three of anything, right? Could be epic, could be rare, could be five of 10, like it could be at any one of those board, right? Um, that's the way I read the chance. But the fact that they're guaranteeing two epics is we've never seen that before. Yeah. That's, that's very nice, right? That was the big problem I had with the five officer packs that were all the faction ones, you know, the discovery and all that stuff. Like there's no guarantee of getting epics, Get, getting a guarantee of two epics out of, out of a minimum of two epics out of five, five pulls yeah. is fantastic. And note that, uh, as rude dude says, a new currently relevant officers in there, 11 of 11 is in that chest, you know, Borg Barrett is in that chest. So that's cool. And that's given players a chance to, uh, pay for a couple of extra shards or pay for an opportunity to cap off. I, I noticed, and and I was, obviously this is kind of what I was expecting, but I was hoping for something a little bit more great, Bubba, but I, obviously this is fine. I, I, I was expecting this, but I only have 53 to bring shards. I am still 62 shards short, and I was kind of hoping to make her up this month, <laughs> but obviously that's not going to happen. Uh, it would be very, very expensive. Um, but, uh, yeah, no dilution, only Borg. Uh, very, 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 very good-looking chest, okay? Uh, and especially with currently relevant officers in there. I think it's very, very good, uh, including 3, 4, and 11, the officer for this well, arc. So you can buy yourself a little bit of uh, a little bit of leeway there. Let's not downplay the fact that 3 and 4 are both in there. I mean, that's – I mean, it's been so – I mean – you know, there. You know, when you talk about the discovery chest, like Lorca was never in there. The mirror officers were not in there initially. So this, if this is a part of their officer sourcing plan, this is a positive step forward. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I think that this is, it is acknowledging that there should be a thematic element to the Borg officer pack, and they've met that, and they've included not only the very recent but the current officer that's being sourced. So. I think it. I think this is a great change by Scopeland. I think it deserved being pointed out. Awesome, uh, very good. And and there have been really really positive things. I'm going to wrap up with this. DJ's final thoughts, as I kind of normally do. <clears throat> we are really off to a good start here, guys. And I know that there's been there always is going to be a hiccup or two here or there, but we really are off to a very good start of a very very well paying arc for a lot of players. We've got what Bubba points out here as a positive in officer sourcing. I remind you that we go back to officer sourcing as a whole and uh, remind you that there is a non-requirement to spend on 11 of 11 this month. You do not have to buy a pack. You do not have to win a leaderboard. The price is simply what the price is. Now, whether or not you can afford that or whether or not you're going to have to spend to get it is up to you as a player. But the price is fixed. And no leaderboard and no $100 pack is required. The engagement mechanics that they have laid out will offer the opportunity for players to get it without necessarily having to spend any money, and I think that's a good thing. On the other hand, you take a look at this month's $100 battle pass, and and you know some players find more value in that than others, but again, 60 epic shards in there, 30 of each. And for players who missed out on the Armada event, this 
pack is the supplemental answer. You missed 23 shards by missing the Armada event, okay? If you take a look back at your meta, it was 23 total shards because 60 points came from that Armada event. So depending, let, let's assume that you missed uh, all of them. Let's assume you missed all of them, for example. You take a look at the meta, you lost seven shards there, all right? And depending on how many milestones of the Armada event you missed, if you missed only the top milestone, there's another 10, there's 17. If you missed the top two milestones, there's the 23 that I was telling you. So the number that I was giving you was assuming that you participated still in about 12 or 13 rares and didn't do any starts. So you would be missing 23. If you only missed the top milestone, you're only missing 17. And again, I point out that that $100 pack has 30. All right? Um, Even inside your battle pass, you've got a little makeup, but not enough. If you uh, were only short on the 17, then you could look to your elite battle pass, but the elite battle pass only offers 10 that I've been able to see. All right? So you would still end up being a little bit short. On the other hand, Bubba, we still yet don't know if the six shards from the beginning are part of the plan or bonus. So let's say you missed the top milestone and you're down 17, but you buy the $20 battle pass. Now you got plus 10. All right? So you're only down seven. You got the six shards in the beginning. So now maybe you're only down one. And now that 11 of 11 is in this board recruit chest, maybe you pick up one shard there and you still have a path towards 11 of 11. All right? But you can't miss much more. So if you miss the Armada event, there is still a path. All right? Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Keep playing. There's still a path towards getting this officer if, in fact, you had your heart set on it. As far as uh, players asking what is a perfect score up to this point, I will tell you because they did give – oh, Bubba, they gave one free shard uh, yesterday for comp. They gave one free shard. So you don't even need the Borg recruit chest. You don't even need the Borg recruit chest. As of right now, if you miss the top milestone of the Armadas – then the $20 battle pass will still make up the difference without needing the $100 battle pass. So with the free bonus shard, with the free bonus shard, I am at uh, 43 shards. 43. Now, if you've got 44 or 45, then maybe you got something out of the Borg recruit chest. But 43 is a perfect event score up to this point, including the six free from the gift chest. 43. Ravager and Neelix says, I have 44. Did you guys pull one out of your Borg recruit chest? If you did, then there is your bonus one. Ravager says, yes, I did. And hopefully Neelix says, yes, I did also. So there is your extra. So a perfect engagement score. Let me put it this way. A perfect engagement score would be 43. For those of you who have 44 or 45, then you got them from your Borg chest. And that's awesome. Scooby Snack says, I've got 20. So you missed out a little bit on the milestone. You missed the top two milestones. I just said you would be down 23. So that makes sense. You've got 20. You missed 23 by missing the top two Armada milestones. For you, there is still a path, Scooby, but that path is going to cost 100 bucks. All right. Cap'n says, how do I have 74? Ah, Mr. Moneybags, you bought the $100 battle pass. There were 30 shards in there. All right. 
The $100 battle pass contained 30 shards. So that would put you at 73, and then perhaps you drew one from the Borg chest, puts you at 74. All right. Uh, all in all, I am digging the resource and material payout. The conquest events look great, Handy. I'm really digging that. I, so far, myself, have picked up almost 10 billion trite. Uh, sorry, 10 billion steel. And we are only inside week one. What is it, day five or day six now? Almost 10 billion steel. <laughs> Love it. All right, keep it coming, Scopely. Um, but let's continue to make sure that things work properly like officer power and ship power. And let's maybe communicate new metrics. All right, I don't mean spoil the puzzle, but let's make sure that you know what they do if you want us to know what they do. <laughs> maybe. Uh, we're going to have to see yet how these material auctions, uh, or the, not the material auctions, but the material milestones for Barrett play out as well. And then, of course, all eyes on Sela coming up tomorrow. I hope you guys uh, are able to play and compete in that. Uh, and uh, maybe, maybe it'll go well. Who knows? Uh, MCM says, hey, I don't know who else to ask this question. Uh, in territory capture, if the Admiral changes, if the Admiral changes, the Alliance can no longer score points. If the Admiral changes? Oh, you mean if somebody takes over the Admiralty, the Alliance can't score points anymore? <clears throat> I wouldn't expect that. Well, all of the points uh, for the, the territory captures are going to the Admiral. So I guess if he left, that might cause problems with the points. I don't know. If he, well, you don't lose points, right? The, doesn't the, I know, okay, let's, let's recap this. If he doesn't leave the Alliance then he should still get the points, which is going to go to the ALB. All right? Now, if he left the Alliance, does that, do, you don't lose points if you leave the Alliance. The Alliance keeps the points, right? I know they lose donations. Do they lose points in an ALB, Handy? I don't think so. I didn't think they did either. I could either. be wrong. I don't know if I've ever seen that scenario. I don't know either. To be totally honest. Aardvark says the points stay. Uh, Tyrix says the points stay. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't ever heard that. I feel like I would have heard it by now. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So, yeah, I don't think that that would impact your ALB, to be perfectly honest with you. All right. So, there you go. Um, also, super, super quick, uh, just reminders. Please do not forget to go and comment on our YouTube video that we just did here today. Uh, five more drawings for 500 materials coming up on Wednesday. Yes, uh, I don't have the winners right now handy, but we did do the winner of the five. Here, I've got it. I'll read it to you real quick. We did do the winner of the five second repair tokens, and I will tell you who they are. Where's my prize list? Congratulations to Wolfwood, Bernard, Commander Shally, Smash Trek, and USS A. Bacab. USS A. Bacab. I think I'm saying that right. They were the winners of our second uh, second repair tokens. And then we've got five more winners today of 500 materials and five more winners coming up Wednesday of 500 materials. So make sure you guys go and do that. Also, <clears throat> just as a quick reminder, for those of you who are upset about the Borg Mining Mastery, there will be a compensation chest given by the end of this week. So that will be happening as well. Also, just as a quick reminder, some players were complaining about the ticket uh, payout imbalance, Bubba Joe. This is by design. 
All right, I haven't had a chance to look through them, but Bubba, you said you were keeping a spreadsheet. We will check on this coming up Wednesday as to whether or not the event materials were actually balanced out the way that Scopely said that they thought they were. So we'll check that out and hope that that comes up. Also, don't forget that uh, we would like for you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can link on over and find our YouTube channel where you can leave your comment and have an opportunity to win your prize. No game today. We've gone too long. Contest and pick. We will draw a winner. Hey, congratulations, Handy. You're our winner today. Handy, yay! I never win anything. Yeah, see, you win today. Congratulations, Handy, Server 34, and uh, our stage member here today. Thank you so very much. Listen, folks, I would like to thank all of you guys also as well for joining our patron program. If you have gone in and contributed $5 or more to uh, Talking Trek on a monthly basis, I really super-duper appreciate that, all right? And you can do so by visiting our website and clicking on Become a Patron, all right? If you do that, you'll turn your name gold, and you'll join this ever-growing list of players who contribute to Talking Trek on a monthly basis. Gregor, JC, Chuck, Hank, I beg, Lynn Venkman, Big Country, Sky, Stevens, Aaron, Dark Lord, Ahab, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gur, Red Two, and Honey Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tavi Moser, Regis, Lady Kess, Engineering Free Philly, Doc 31, Mor uh, Hudson, Morpheus, Cam, Coulter, Z-Man, Jet Ski, Wingnut, CCXN, Fluffy Puma, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Raxnar, Striker, Jerry Ryan, V-Ready, Indy Dandy, Quack Fu, King O'Callis, Commander Taylor, Mastag, Damodarch, Blue Mandalorian, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Trent, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Sentinel, Y-Man, Ripper Goes 24 Hours, Conair, Irish Jack, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Nalix, Lord Pete, Lobot, The Egger, Storm, Harsh's Procedure, Lugus, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Highway Empire, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn, Clyde, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, 709, Lube, Char-Char, Roar, Char-Char, Roar, A-Fox, Bills Mafia, E-Rock, Midhead, Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, uh, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, Gopher, Counselor Q, Iron Chef, Yusuke, Nothing Better, A Fistful of Jedi, Q-Tip, Handy, Louie P, Hopes, Hammerhead, Captain Oblivious, Auto Obsession, Right Turn Clyde, Baked Llama, G-Force, I kill you, Devin, Razahound, Just Plain Garrick, JT10, Bam, ba Bamon, Bamon, uh, Cavacor, Colgan, Baba, Incoet, Bayonetta, Beaver Beaver, and Sam. Thank you guys also uh, very, very much for contributing to Talking Trek a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, your host with the most, saying love you, mean it. See you on the next one. Catch you later. Meow. Bye. Good night. See you. Bye. Ta-ta. See you for now. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Love you. Pieces. Love, peace, and hair grease. Bye.